Hi, folks. Welcome to the Sit Down Dads podcast, the podcast celebrating all the amazing things you can do as a dad, whether it's watching movies, enjoying television, or playing games. I'm one of your hosts, David Bram, joined as always by Gerald Bales. Hello. And Jordan Peterson. That's a Mr. Jordan Peterson again. And special, not so special guest who was on the last <laughs> one. I mean, you're on like 50% of the podcast at this point. I'm so not far, so special? Well, you're special to me. He's special. Brandon Peterson. Well, to a lot of Go fuck yourself, San Diego. I'm working on it. I don't have an intro. Way to go. Now we now we now we gotta put beeps in. Way to go. You're that guy. We're unfiltered. Unfiltered. Well, yeah, we're we live the, we unscripted e. and unfiltered, David. We were unfiltered until you just dropped the F bomb. Now <laughs> yeah. we have to filter it. <laughs> we are live. Good job. Unscripted and no, mostly unfiltered. Alive. 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 Anyways, um, I have a question for you guys. So a few weeks ago, I know there's been a month a month since we did the last last episode of the podcast. There was this whole chicken sandwich wars. It's always uh, food with Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, So we had Popeye's. Has anyone tasted Popeye's no. chicken sandwich? Because I went to one. I was like, I'm going to taste your... Do you even, you're looking at me, We Jordan, did like, that yeah, weekend well, is, is after it was all because of Chick-fil-A? Is that well, what, yeah, it's, it's them like too. a po'boy at... No, it's not a po'boy. No. It's like a traditional chicken sandwich at, at uh, Popeye's? Popeye's. Yeah. No, I just had the They po'boy. came out with a new one or whatever. And so I wanted to go in and they're like, we're all out. And I'm like, you got me. Bait and switch got me because then I ordered other... Because I'm already here. You didn't just leave? No. Oh, I'll walk out. If they don't have sweet tea, I'll walk out. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were a restaurant that had your shit together. <laughs> well, no, no, wait. We're no, talking about can, Popeyes. I can't say ever, what I said, but Have shit's you okay. ever gone to a Popeyes and left with your order correct? Ever? Never. Never. No, but when they when they tell me up front that my order is already going to be wrong before I even order it, I, I just leave. I'm like, wait, yeah, you don't wait. have what I want. Jordan had the best fast food restaurant experience when we were kids and he ordered some stuff i don't even remember what he ordered he doesn't know what he ordered but he was so hungry that the next thing that came up he just grabbed it and walked off like that was his he was like that's not your number he goes i don't care i'll figure oh, it out stealing that is I'll hilarious he said they weren't gonna get it right anyway <laughs> so anyways um popeyes put out this new chicken sandwich there was a lot of marketing about it and then um Chick-fil-A came out. And no, it was Wendy's and Popeye's that were fighting about their chicken uh, sandwiches. I thought it was always Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. No, but then oh. Chick-fil-A came in and was like, it's funny how you guys are arguing about who has the second best sandwich. So then that went off and people were like, oh, Chick-fil-A. That was cold. Anyway, well, as far as chicken sandwich throwdowns, I mean, so my question is, what's your guys' favorite if you've had any of them? Where's your favorite chicken sandwich from? Mine's hamburger. Easy. Mine's a hamburger. Yeah, I was going to say, so like I always get a hamburger if they have both. <laughs> I would never and if it's chicken, chicken I mean, Chick-fil-A, I guess. Yeah. I mean, where else do you get a chicken sandwich? Wendy's? You don't You don't like no, the spicy burgers. chicken? No, chicken I would. Is good. I think the Chick-fil-A has double. a beat. 100% beef all day yeah, long. Like, I don't mean. want chicken. Chicken's what I eat if I can't afford beef. I, I, <laughs> I, I like chicken. I like chicken My wife always gets the chicken sandwich. She uses the spicy chicken from Wendy's or whatever. But, but I, I still pick Chick-fil-A over... Over any of them. Yeah, but they hate gay people. That's true. But they, they, whatever they're doing to those <laughs> chickens do? is a dish. Yeah. Why, why, do they, delicious. why do they even care? They're you can't on taste soon? bigotry. It's fine. Yeah, that's <laughs> silly. Like, they have money. They have more money than everybody well, I think Well, I think that was the... Well, they still have That's problems, the secret ingredient is intolerance. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes it taste extra <laughs> salty. <laughs> yeah, that's extra where the salt comes salty. from. salty. Oh, man. Salt is delicious. But yeah, yeah they were they're, they were traditionally a very religious-based, a religion-based company, and then they came to Vegas. It's like all bets are off. Because I, I think the owner died 
and then the kids got it why? and they're like it's like yeah but we like money <laughs> yeah <laughs> right so like, now we're open on sundays it's like now we'll just stay closed on sunday so we still got the god vibe you yeah, know exactly well in we'll and out was that way too but they're they don't do they still do the bible verse on the bottom of the cup yeah they used to like put that? like john really? three sixteen or something yeah. on the bottom oh, of the cup yeah. i don't know oh man did they hate were they, were they a mormon i don't know i don't know if all religious people hate gay people that's what i'm saying but like i'm not sure it's not mutually exclusive but i know some of them don't but i'm not speaking as representative of all Think all it's religions. a yeah. all thing. Okay. I think it's some. Anyways, all right. Wait, who, so who was doing the chicken? Ch- I mean, Popeyes did it, but who else threw it? Was out Popeyes Wendy's? and Chick Fil A were no, the two. No, no. Originally it was right, Popeyes right, right. and it was Wendy's. Wendy's. Trust Wait, me, Popeyes I was on top. Popeyes and had to fight against Wendy's. Like no, so Popeyes, Popeyes came out with a new chicken sandwich. That was the whole thing. But I'm just saying, like Wendy's shit, Popeyes chicken's all you do, bro. You should yeah. win. That shouldn't even be a question. You're punching down. And Wendy's, you're Wendy's, not gonna... you mean the square burger people, not the chicken <laughs> sandwich people? It's kind of weird to think like the, the mascots, like Popeye is beating up a little redheaded girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. So let's move on to what you doing, what you doing, what you doing. I sing the intro and that's frowned upon, but you can we, keep doing that. For, yeah. Well, he does it every time. It's my podcast. It's his thing. It's his, it is his, his show. It is yeah. his show. It always has been, always will be. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's check in. Let's go out of order here. Jordan, oh, you have your phone out. like already and everything. Uh, what you doing, Jordan? Locked. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. God. I'll go next. Oh, what have I been doing? Um, well, I played some new game. I played, oh yeah. I, I wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me guess. You played that phone game that you're an archery. Oh thing. my God. Archer. Okay. So I beat that last I, I level. I beat level oh, five. I okay. beat level five. All I'm right. level six. Glad we're on that. Here's the Moving problem on. I have. No. We're, now you've brought it up. Here's <laughs> the problem I have with this game. So I'm leveled up all my gear because I told you guys how awesome it is. But I, they're at like level 28 and it only goes to 30. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Because like, I need to get better because I still suck at the game. <laughs> and I'm never going to get through all the levels because I'm on level six and I'm almost maxed out everything. So Maybe I, you don't I, suck, though. Maybe I mean, it's a mobile game, right? So they, wa- they want to keep that dragon right in front of you. What is it called? The pink dragon? You're always trying to chase it, you know? Heroin? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those microtransactions. I was going to say, so they can't make yeah, you too usually okay. people say cheese on a stick, but you went straight with the chasing the white dragon. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I still I, I, that game's the best. I, it's really you guys should play that game. It's awesome. But anyways, that's not what I was going to talk about. I play a lot of the exit games. You guys play those? Yes, yes I got that on my list too. Oh, yeah. which so one? the uh, so real uh, quick. Wait, 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 wait. So wait, some people might not know what the exit games are. So exit games are a series of board games that simulate okay, an escape games. room. Because there's like escape room exit games on your phone, like apps, and they're terrible. Well, yeah. that's some, not some of them are. Some I've of them played are. some really good ones recently, but we'll talk about that. Go ahead. So anyway, so the exit games are physical cardboard board games, and w- the unique thing about them is you can only play them once because uh, part you of the puzzles, yeah, the puzzles require stuff. you to yeah, get a pair of scissors out and rip stuff up. So you can only play it once. But they're what ten to fifteen. Yeah, bucks. 10, 15 bucks. It's not bad at and all. And it takes about a couple hours sometimes. I mean, I know yeah, you're going to talk fun. about one that so took like 15 minutes, right? Yeah, that's what I'm about to talk about. Okay. Yeah, so me and the wife have been playing them. So we play like, we've done these other, every kind of escape room that you can bring home, basically. We bought them all and played them all. So There's even like a MacGyver may one. have really? gotten. That's cool. I actually two. heard it's pretty good, too. I got a paperclip. <laughs> it's all that's, <laughs> that's in all the all box. Yeah. Uh, but we you may won. have gotten to where we've played too many of them. So now we've seen like every variation you get of the, the puzzle. Like, of. We don't know exactly what your puzzle is going to be, but I have a lot of ideas of where to start. Um, but we just got the exit game. It was the House of Riddles. If you guys have played that one, I don't think you have because no. you said you hadn't when I texted you. I had not played it ridiculous it was. Uh, Brandon, you played it? No. No. It was so easy. It was so easy. Like literally, me and the wife, we just we never had to look at a hint card because every single usually there's three, there's two hint cards and a solution no card solution. for like ten puzzles, right? And usually we have to look at one or two of all of them. Nothing. We did. We just. It was just 
straight through and then like the pages it wasn't even like as creative it was like I, it was like they're getting lazy it was like they the whole story was even lazy they were they're like, like oh they're page like three. Um, you did it <laughs> right they're like oh a jim and sally um they made their own escape room and you're in jim's escape room like, it was even it's just lazy storytelling with it you know what i never I mean? feel like those games though okay so specifically the exit games feel like there's no theme like they try to glue on, paste on a theme and and like oh you're in a haunted house but really you're there for just the straight up puzzles like and the yeah. puzzles are cool and unique and but I, I, but think, I think you're Exit right does they're reaching good with that though it was like the abandoned the cabin the abandoned sure. cabin it sure. was like you know it was the deers on the wall the heads on the wall hey, and hey, this hey, and that. Played it to, well, just, he's know, not ruining it. it's the easy one yeah yeah so uh, yeah I think that they did kind of include the theme there's a lot of the castle you know I, they included the beach one you know I, I don't know this one just felt like I empty think, simple. Everything, uh, you know, there was even those like extra hidden one on the box. Like we right. haven't seen that a hundred times, but it, I don't know. Here's what it is. I think it's two parts. One, I think you're getting better at them. So yeah, inevitably yeah. the games, the puzzles will be less difficult. It's the same designers, right? So you're going to get their, their <coughs> stick, I guess. But also they're reaching their limit on what they can do with the things the they creative have. creative what in the box. Right. Yeah. Their limitation is the box. That's why I actually like the other company that, or another form of them, they're called... Um, unlock and they're originally they were just card based and what's nice is you can i've i think i've let all of you guys borrow one before yeah, yeah. yeah and I've so you you do one. like <laughs> played them all never <laughs> paid for one it's a good good deal <laughs> i have two at my house right now yeah if you want to play more board games just become <laughs> yeah. my friend um anyway so those games then introduced an app and then they've integrated more and more with the app so now like i played one and you actually use the app to like move around an island that's cool so it's becoming more a little bit of too. yeah, and so and the, the limitation. And I just played another one where it used augmented reality. You point the the Whoa. you point the phone at a card, and the card starts moving. No, that's cool. And then there was one that was really cool. Like I'm not. It, it's the beginning of it, but the the way that they show it off is you're like looking in a cave, and you're trying to find something. Like turn on your hat, and then you you put it on your head like this, and then you look at the card. Or no, no, you put it in front of you like this, and then you look at the card, and cool. and, and it uh, lights up. Like there's like a spotlight AR. And so you're, it looks like you're looking inside a cave. And I was like, okay. And that's, that's what I'm saying. The limitation of just everything has to be in the box. It all has to be self-contained. It's, I mean, at a certain point, like how many puzzles can you like, – I'm commendable that they keep doing them because they've done over – I want to There's say a like a of dozen them. of them now. And this one was like lower difficulty. It was only like a two-star one. Out of five. Yeah, out of five. But it was still, I don't know. It just felt like. It's kind of tough because it's the simple. same shtick with the the three numbers with the symbol. There's yeah. Like it's a three com, three number combo. So it's kind of hard to. There's another one out there. It's called like Escape Room Game or something like that. And Escape um, Room the Game. And then yeah. they're like actual boxes that you oh, get. Oh, yeah, we put these keys one. in them. I have it. And I was like, yeah. you yeah. want to borrow it? Uh, I have them too. So, <laughs> oh, okay. um, But the cool thing is that I realized that since I have the key combinations and I know it works, I can, and the keys all have like numbers and different symbols on them, you could make your own Escape Room game with them for the kids or whatever. Just make your own puzzle with the answers True, being, yeah. you know that 5, 2, 3, 4 is the answer. So just make sure that's the answer for whatever riddles you make for the kids. I was like, it'd be cool for them because they can't do the more complicated yeah, yeah. stuff. We, uh, Sarah and I played one. I got, uh, it's one of the exit games. It's, I want to say it's like Haunted Catacombs or something, but it's like a two-parter. Yeah, it's, it's a like bigger one. Bucks. Yeah, it's the bigger box. It's like a four, four to five hour one. I think that's the solution that they're going with is that they're going to make it longer so that they can get, because there's, I mean, they want to compact things. They don't want a four-hour experience or a three-hour experience. They want an hour to an hour and a half. Yeah. Because, I mean, when I've played them with Alyssa, my wife, like, there's a certain point where it's diminishing returns. 
Like she's like, okay, I don't get. Let me have a hint. And then it's like, right. no, 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 no. Let's yeah, try to figure it out. Yeah, not everyone has our tenacity. Right. Well, well, can we just like five more minutes? Yeah, I yeah. let the okay. When she gets antsy like that, I'm like, okay, look at it. But you can't participate anymore. And if I'm go not even close, like you can tell me. Like, if, but if I'm on the right track, just keep it to yourself, yeah. and then I'll figure it out on my own. But this one's cool because like it was definitely bigger. It had there was like more than just cards and like cardboard pieces. There were like little plastic skulls and like another box that you unlock to open. There's different stuff in there you didn't even see. The puzzles were pretty intricate. Um, I don't want to give anything. Yeah, away. don't get because I haven't played yeah. it. But one of the puzzles involved like moving a can. So like there's a big map of the catacomb that you're in all the puzzles are all around it and one of the puzzles involved moving a lit candle around the map in a certain way to cast shadows on the paper to like figure out the puzzles so like cool stuff like that yeah um, it was cool yeah definitely a little more intricate i think when i play those games by the time i'm done i'm like i'm always just super impressed with the puzzle maker oh yeah you know what i mean i'm always like how did, like first of all like i barely solved it which means like how hard was it to develop that figure out a way to execute it and you know these games likely are play tested so 90 percent. i'm sure it's like an 80 percent success rate of people getting it but it's you still need that difficulty of 20 percent just looking at hints or whatever I mean, or do you think something. it's just they, they have the puzzle and they're just they hide it i mean the the puzzles themselves don't change that much they're just disguising them differently like different variables like they don't have to be play tested because the riddle or the puzzle itself is tried and true they're just dressing it up in a different fashion i mean you find that a There's lot a of times couple of i mean you guys have played more than i have i've they only played stre- two they, t- they do some stretchy ones though like i know what you're saying where it's like um i actually don't like that too much in these escape room games when they just take a oh this is a Sudoku puzzle, but I put it in here in an right. escape room. And I was like, oh, I'm not here to play Sudoku. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that is irritating. But uh, There's only so many puzzle types. There though. are a lot of puzzles that are you, you'll you see that you're like, oh, okay, this is this right. type of puzzle I've seen before. But sometimes they do some stretch. Like They're like, do this origami thing, and it's supposed to look like a one, but it could be a seven. I have no idea. Yeah, there's like, a bunch of that seven and one constantly in those yeah. games are a problem. Yeah. You know why I'm I'm really excited? We lead we led this podcast with a board game, so I am infecting all of you. Escape rooms are yeah. are they still popular? Oh yeah, oh yeah, super okay. popular. They're just crazy expensive. They're like forty bucks a person. That's so why the, the the boxes are really really beneficial. Yeah, I don't have a lot of time to play escape board games or to go to escape rooms, mm-hmm. so I've been doing the apps and. Uh, Oh, like the different like yeah. escape room games on your phone? Yeah, so they, they've got like the 50 rooms or whatever. And those ones are okay. I, I've never found one that I really liked, but I started playing The Room. Have you ever played that? Oh, I'm on my iPad right now, dude. I'm on three and the old sins, yeah. Oh, I've yeah. played them like yeah. already a couple times, but I've done I, I loved them. them. Yeah, I, they're great. I, I've had so much fun, but just like you were saying with the Sudoku, like there's one of them, I, I think it's in the last, the last version of the game or the last sequel or whatever, that it's just Othello. Like you just open it up and it's Othello, and I hate that game. I don't know what Othello. It's the game with it's the black and white. white and the black. Yeah, it's an inversion of Go. The two. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's got Go, it's but like the colors flip. flip. Right yep. and, exactly. Oh, okay, okay. It's a strategy-based game, but it's a game, and it's it's not a puzzle. It's it's a strategy game, and it's fine. But I'm like, I don't I don't want to play. I didn't I didn't come on here to play Othello or Go or any of that. So I just. There's a lot of puzzles. There's a lot of those, in and specifically in the room where like, every time you move, something else moves. Yeah, and then yeah. You've yeah I don't, get, is I that what you're mind, talking about? You don't mind that? I don't or? mind those so much, but just like I, oh, when you open it up and it's just it's a Sudoku puzzle or it's it's, it's obviously lazy. another game. Yeah, I did feel that was a bit of a. 
At the same time, though, there's a lot of video games and a lot of board games that have like side mini games. Like I think of Bioshock, where you have to do like the pipes and you have to or like, the hacking puzzles. And right, games, and yeah. it's like, like the pipes Kong were fun 64. though. The pipes were stressful in that game because you like this stuff started going and you had to get it done. No, I agree, but it's a mini game within another game. Yeah, like we're gonna do Lemmings in the middle of a first-person shooter. Like right, Donkey Kong 64 had an arcade where you could play Donkey Kong. <laughs> and that was all. It was just a side, but it was a fun mini game. Yeah, but that, game. I, don't like, I wasn't here to play 2D Donkey Kong. All right. But I don't think that was requisite to beat the game. No. That's what I'm saying. No, these, right. are, these are requisite parts of the game that re- require you to play them to move forward. Well, right. And is their excuse for a puzzle. And that's the other part that's like annoying because it's not like, oh, they added this as something fun for you to do in the meantime. It's like, no, this is my substitute for puzzle C was Sudoku. And at the same time, though, you gotta, you gotta, like, if you were making one, you're like, we gotta have a couple fillers in here, right? I only got so many. People are racking their brains, like, I can't just throw a Sudoku in there. Let's just ship this thing. Come on. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. But there is a. I wanna borrow that plastic one you're talking about. The what? The plastic one you're talking about? The. With the actual, the, oh, with the yeah. keys uh, and the box, yeah, that we, one good. You have to print out like it's got a timer. Hot. That's the that's the problem yeah. with that. Well, it doesn't. All of them technically have it. You're supposed you, to yeah. keep. You're supposed to keep track. This one actually has a timer, and if you put in the wrong key and turn it, you lose time, and it beeps. Oh, cool. So it's more stressful because mm-hmm. you know, anytime you have a ticking clock, it's just like any even in video games when I have that tick. Even though I have like plenty of time, I'm like, ah! yeah, yeah. Oh, and the oh, music I, changes. It speeds up. I got a great story about that box. So it's like a good size box. It's like hefty. I'm like, I don't know how they sell it for like thirty bucks or whatever. But um, China. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> anyway, So I had a, I had like two because we got two right in a, right in a row. And the kids are like, "What are those boxes?" And I was like, "Oh, they're they're timeout boxes." <laughs> I was like, when you get in trouble, you're going to get a box. You push the button, and when the timer goes off, you can get a timeout. Hey, multi-use, get your money. Uh, right? <laughs> That's so they were like, all right. So they did something on purpose to go to timeout so they could play with the new boxes. And so they pushed the button, and it started a 60-minute timer, and they're like, uh, Dad, how long is this going to be going? <laughs> and I was like, well, better just keep listening, kids. It'll go off when it's time to get out. They carried that box around with them for an hour until it finally went off. Because I finally, after 20 minutes, I was like, okay, you can take it with you <laughs> to go play and stuff. <laughs> and then they took it with you. And then when they finally went on or went off, they're like, oh, my God, that was so long. So now if I mention the timeout box, it's like a freak out. They're like, that's a timeout box. Anything but the timeout box. See, board games can be multitaskers. Yeah. <laughs> we use as punishment tools. <laughs> oh, we know about board games. Is used also, tools. anything can scar your kids. So that's important. <laughs> okay. So anyways, back to me. Important stuff. No. Anything can scar your kids. Have you guys, uh, do you guys play your Switches? Not really. I don't have one, so no. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've been playing a lot of retro stuff. I just beat the original Zelda. That, on the extras, the, the online, um, no, online the regular. stuff they have? No, because they have like these sections where you can go. If you pay for the online, which you yeah. do. Yeah. Right? 20 bucks a year. Yeah, and you get the NES one, and they just came out with the SNES yeah. one with all those games. Oh, I didn't know they have the SNES. I, I just a couple weeks ago. That's why I'm bringing it out. Oh, okay. So I haven't played in a couple weeks. <laughs> I have not I've been moving, so I haven't pulled it out. It, yeah. It's not even plugged in right now. No, yeah, you got to pull it up. So you download a new app, and it's got all the Super Nintendo. Not all the Super Nintendo games. I think it's, it's like 30 games. Something like that. And they're going to add more every month. Zelda, Mario, you know, all the main staples. The main ones. And it's been a lot of fun. We've been playing Mario. Laura loves. Super Mario. Oh, is that what you were playing Super that on? Super Nintendo. That's what, that's what Super I was playing. Mario Super Mario Just do the World. Joy-Con, right? Just, yeah, that's yeah. fine with the Joy-Con. He's talking about Super Mario World. Super Mario World, yeah. 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 So, uh, but Laura loved that. Yeah, it's got to be. So. If I'm ranking them, I mean, everyone always says Super Mario 3, which is good. I need I some did. Mario RPG. <sighs> that's a really Gino. good one, but. 
Malcolm, he's nowhere to be found. Remember him? Yes. There's like Mal- a big Little campaign. <laughs> Mallow. I haven't Mal-o. heard that name in a while. Oh, I sure put that on an emulator. It was like the, the, tar- the sword that talks. Blah, 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 blah. No, that game was fantastic. So was Paper Mario, by the way. But I'm saying Paper Mario. Let's oh rank God. real quick, Mario's real quick. What's the best Mario? What's the second best Mario? I people always say Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Wait, 3. how far back are we going? Yeah, yeah. Talking every, just every, every, talk, I mean, they've done all kinds of stuff. No, I'm saying like straightforward Mario games. Platformers. Really? No. Galaxy's really good. Really? Your opinion is stupid. Okay. <laughs> and invalid. <laughs> it's the, most, the best 3D Mario game. The, the, Mario uh, 64, well, no, I'm saying 64 no. just changed everything. No, yeah, I but, know it did. Uh, Mario 64 is important, but I'm saying like... As what's a the best first-person shooter? Goldeneye. Halo. Halo, yeah. And Goldeneye. I can't separate my love for the game versus whether it was a good game versus another game. Does that make sense? Sure. Like, sure. My yeah, love yeah, yeah. for Mario 64 is so much. Like, I don't care how much better the made the new one is. Yeah. 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 Mario Odyssey is amazing. I guess like, yeah, Odyssey was really good. The gameplay really is so much good. better. And, like, when you go back, like, I was I was playing it, and then I, Aubrey was like, oh, that was cool. I was like, oh, I'll put you on Mario 64. Like, I looked like crap. Or she can control like, the Oh, no, it looks uh, really bad. Uh, yeah, I wonder so. how can, I guess I would control the same way, just nothing with the right thumbstick. Right. I bet, would that be camera control? What do you mean? Have they ported that to anything with a dual stick, the Mario 64? Yeah, it's got mm-hmm. camera control. On the right thumbstick? Okay. No, but I don't think it's been put. It's like it's not on the Switch or anything, no. Okay, I'm just wondering. Cause, no, but I mean, it's ported on the 3DS. Oh, really? I mean, oh. not 3DS. So you, I call it like all Game Boys, but whatever the newest Game Boys are. 3DS. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, 3DS. You're right. Good job. Wow. Well, I'm usually <laughs> wrong. Right, I'm oh usually God. wrong, so I just assumed. I usually use, like, throw Because that, that was the one thing about that game that was brutal was, I mean, obviously, they did the a... C, they, the C buttons, the control. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I just, that was the one thing about that game that I couldn't stand. I mean, it was fantastic. It how, was the first how, 3D game. No, like I know, I know, but I'm saying it was just, now, if I played it now, it'd even be worse, so... Well, you got to hold the controller. So first. I don't have That's a switch. So real quick, thing. so you pay twenty bucks a month for Nintendo's online service, no, no, no. and you get twenty, 20 bucks, bucks a year. Oh, oh wow, twenty bucks a year, and you get all, well, the, I mean, all these games. <laughs> Wait a second, you get all these games? Yeah. yeah. Weren't they charging individually back in the day on the yeah, Wii? The they were? Shop, they yeah. still have that where you can buy the games individually, but no, they, they just don't. start. Yeah, they do. They don't have a virtual shop. Oh, yeah, they, they have the eShop where you can buy games. They don't have like you can buy the Mario, you can buy the Zelda. Let me ask you a question: Can you play it offline? Uh, I think so, and you have yeah. to like yeah. reauthenticate like in thirty days or something like that. No, oh, okay, that's a good deal then, because they used to charge like six bucks a pop. I remember I bought a bunch on the Wii, like yeah, you know the classic the virtual get, console. It isn't everything. Yeah, virtual console. It's just that a shop. Few. That music. Maybe I'm thinking about the virtual console on my 3ds too. You are, I play yeah. that a lot too. So, and but plus they, now they they're, they're both handheld. I can't tell the difference. I just switch. <laughs> just switch. 3DS, they said they're going to keep releasing games on the NES and SNES as like every month as well. I mean, yeah, they have a huge. I've always thought, why didn't they just bring all that stuff to a phone? But I mean, I get Give me it. Give N64 games, though. Come on, man. Yeah, why not? They'll get there. I just think they'll slowly just roll them out. But they'll probably yeah. do a lot of testing. To make Did sure. the new Zelda come out yet? The one that's a remake of 2? That comes out today, didn't it? You, what do you mean 2? Oh, you mean Link's Awakening? That's like Oh, that's on the that's the Game Boy 1, right? That came out today. That came out today. I've heard... I, all the reviews seem like it's another awesome Zelda game. I mean, they just don't make bad ones now. Well, I was talking to Jordan about this. Like, Link's Awakening was my first Zelda game I beat. Like, I played the NES version. I never had an SNES, so Link's Awakening was someone I played, but it's the first one I beat. So I really, What happened? Really Did you beat game. Ganon and save Zelda? No, actually. <laughs> you, like, Is it save different? save an egg, don't you? Yeah, Take you wake, you wake the windfish, David. Version. God, Duh. It is funny in those side games there were always like bonkers stories, you know what I mean? Diminished cap where he gets all tiny and stuff. Yeah, it's just like weird. Anyway, the original one, ages. just because you never beat it, so I'm just going to let you know how it goes down. Uh, no, I beat it. It's just oh. like, yeah, when I was it a kid. It wasn't the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just such a letdown. 
Like you go Here's through the, the game. Yeah, I, I got through the entire. I was surprised You're at how about much like no, traditional the original Legend Zelda, of Zelda. Zelda. Right? Okay, so I just played it a couple weeks ago on again, your Switch on my Switch, and uh, I was surprised at how much stuff I remembered and all the secrets and you know using the whistle to find all the all things. important information to keep right, that's right. registered somewhere deep in your head. What's seven but, times eight? <laughs> yeah, exactly thirty six. Exactly. <laughs> Close enough. Four forty seven. He's got a phone. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. But, he but, remembers but I know up, where up, that up, pond up. is and where to blow the whistle so that I can get to level seven. Anyways, so I got through the whole game to level nine. I forgot what a pain in the ass that level is. That took me like a whole day. That's the second to the last dungeon? That's the last dungeon. Oh, okay, That's awesome. the last dungeon. And then you beat Ganon, and it's just like when I was a kid... I don't even know if I beat him because I got to level nine. And it was such a pain. I just, I, yeah, I, I remember distinctly stopping again. It was a kid. Got it. Like, I can't beat this. So I finally get to him and I, you know, I've got the little magic I'm arrows a, and I got my magic shield. I'm a man now, Ganon. Right, I'm not a, exactly. eight, I'm not a six year old boy. What's up? <laughs> I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> I pay taxes. <laughs> Took me 30 years, bro, but I am back. <laughs> He's all old and to decrepit. beat this stupid little game. So anyways, so I beat him, and then you just walk into the other thing, and it's like, oh, you win. Here's Zelda. And then it rolls credits. There's yeah. no, like, now when you beat a game, like Jordan was so mad the other day because he was on the plane and then beat the game and didn't missed to all the, the story cinematic. and all, yeah, all the cinematic conclusion that didn't exist. You were just like, uh, uh, hey, congratulations. Golf clap, roll the credits. Yeah, like the biggest thing was at the end of Metroid that Samus was a girl. And you were like, what? That was like a huge reveal. And it was literally like, that there you it. go. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think <clears throat> we've gotten, you know, we've gotten lucky that that is the case where when you beat a game, you get this. Because I remember beating Street Fighter, like Ryu uppercuts a waterfall, cut to credits. And it's like, oh, that was cool. And it's I about be- the journey, not <laughs> yeah, the end exactly. cut scene. Well, you know I mean? It's about mastering the mechanics of it. Cause and also, this is another thing that I've heard about is like a lot of developers don't like to spend a bunch of time on an, on an end game credit cut scene or whatever because... 60% or less of their audience is actually going to get to it. Right. That's a good point. Interesting. I right. I mean, that's why that low. And if you could put money, I'm sure it's even put lower it into than the that. game that people are going to right, get into plus, the first 15% is makes that make that more. Plus enjoyable. they're already done with it. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, you already ate it. Like, why <laughs> would I advertise you at this point? Like, I don't need you to tell you how good that hot dog was. No. You just finished that hot dog. <laughs> <But there is. laughs> like, it's over. It's over, bro. There's word. Go about home. Go find another game. <laughs> In all fairness, I, I will tell you, having a terrible ending, Mass Effect, will can really hurt your franchise. Mass Effect 1's ending was... not bad. Uh, Mass Effect 3 was really bad ending. It was just different colors. Yeah, so especially bad. because... It wasn't that bad. Well, I mean, if your game is all about, hey, look, this branching storyline that's going to be your narrative based on the decisions you make over the course of an entire generation of a console with all these games, and at the end, it's like, if you chose good, it's blue. If you chose bad, it's red. And if you chose in the middle, it's green. It's like... That's and not then here's what, what happens. I, all right. So they just funneled you out and then funneled you back into three Right. It's a choices. diamond. No, no, I know. But it, it's unsatisfying. Yes. And it's like like you said, when you're talking about Zelda, like you spent all this time and all this energy, took you 30 years and you get there and all they get 30 is... 30 years, bro. By the way, speaking of that, I just beat the original Mario. I was playing with my son. He likes to just hit the jump button. He calls it jump. Anyways, um, <laughs> I was like, I don't think I've ever beaten Mario. Now, I needed, of course, the emulator's mid-save ability, which I did not have <laughs> as a kid. And so I'm playing, and I'm she like, did. I get to the end of it, and it's just like, oh, you saved the princess. Good job. 
Yeah, oh, but then man. you start with the next time, and it's like different. First of all, yeah. how did you never beat Mario? You can get to the end level like in like three minutes. See, I'm, I yeah. think I'm with you too. Like, first of all, I'm not a big platformer game yeah, guy me neither. back then, so I don't think I beat any of those Mario games. I watched Brandon beat it. I don't think I yeah. ever did. Well, wow, that's true. I remember. Mega I remember man, when we got to the last oh, level yeah. for the first time when we were kids, and we when we got to like Bowser, like the end of the game, and my mom goes, "We got to go to church," and we're yeah. like, "No." Like, we are here. And she's like, no, we, we have to go right now. So we paused that thing, and we went to church. And that's Nintendo, by the grace of God, because we were going to church, stayed on pause <laughs> for like yeah, three we hours. Yeah, leave it on forever, because we were like, no, please don't. We were like, oh, please. I had the same experience with PlayStation. So I, the first game I got on PlayStation was Final Fantasy VII. And my mom, I begged my mom. You know, it was like an expensive system when that one came out. That's back. I think that's right when that turn happened where systems cost more than like $150 and the games were each 40 bucks. What are you bucks. talking about? I thought Isn't Nintendo's were like 400 bucks. Wasn't the SNES bucks. like 300 bucks when yeah, it first came out? It was. Oh, maybe I, I was a kid, so I didn't, I didn't have a concept I, I of money back then. I think they were $199 when they came out. Anyways, it was expensive. My mom didn't want to buy it. She bought it for me. And then I, I said, what game does it come with? It? She was like, what game does it come with? I was like, it doesn't come with any game. She's like, what? And she's like, well, what game do you want? And I was like, Final Fantasy VII. So I get Final Fantasy VII, start playing. I'm super excited. I'm like, play for, I don't know, like three hours straight. And then I'm like, okay, so how do I save? And it's like, you need a memory card. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to get my mom to buy another piece of equipment for this super expensive thing. So I just left it on for months like at a time months yeah because i didn't i tell like final fantasy yeah i can't stop but like i have no memory card oh okay okay because remember back then that was like the first system that cloud saved (laughs) (laughs) yeah back then yeah so that was that was i can't believe that playstation lasted as long as it did because i had that thing on I'm serious for this, like probably three from months the guy straight. Who would oh freak out if you left the Bose system on for too long? He's like, it has a lifetime. It does. <laughs> the LED screen will only last so long. You're gonna have to turn it off. Really How much quick, was it? The NES came out in uh, 1985 19, yeah. for 200 or 250. I don't know what the differences are. Um, oh, the other one came with the Rob accessory. I think. Oh, the oh, robot. The, the robot Rob. that picked up yeah. the yeah. That yeah, was yeah, yeah, SNES yeah. 200 bucks in 1991, and 64 yeah. 200 bucks in 96. They all they were all 199. Oh, I they were like but PlayStation no, year before the first one came with Duck Hunt and Mario and oh. the gun. Yeah, so PlayStation it was more came out in 95. I just remember imagine a game. And it didn't come with a game. PS3, of course, 600. Yeah, I bought that. <clears throat> I bought that 600 dollar giant PlayStation. I had a I had a good job at the time. I remember I came home. With the PlayStation. Dude, the times I came home to crazy <laughs> shit you bought. Did like, you get on launch? Uh, yes. I, and I you actually, didn't resell it? No. Wow. I was a faithful. I wanted to play the yeah. game. Like, I, I, I would have definitely sold it now. But back then, I was like into games. You know? Even like, back I was, then, they were going for like double or triple on didn't care. Networks. They had like very limited. I got a lot of PS3s. stuff at launch, but I walked in and it was Reno. So it wasn't like, you know, a big metropolitan area. So I remember I walked to Best Buy when the Wii came out, the big launch and people were waiting in yeah. line and I walked up the, the morning of and I get in line and the guy hands me at Best Buy a ticket and I'm like, what does this mean? He's like, that means you get one. I was like, don't tell those people who have been here for three days because they're going to be pissed. Um, but yeah. I remember calling Targets for like three months before we can get a Wii. Yeah. Like, we oh, probably talked about in. this before, but no, oh, the the rock band. The rock bands. He bought like twenty okay. rock bands. So our apartment was filled. You walked through the door and it was just rock. Plastic you know, there were instruments huge boxes, everywhere. Huge boxes. Yeah, I had one. No, no, I bought a bunch of, those of the boxes. Huge boxes. Okay. In all fairness, now you've said didn't you sell the PlayStation? That would have been a smart thing. So what I did is I heard the I was so after the PlayStation thing happened. I realized I should have sold it. Right. So then 
Rock Band comes out, very popular, but a lot of critical the first success. Kit, right? yeah, yeah, the yeah. first kit, and yeah, it and it got delayed. It's 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 um, a release in I think it was Australia and the UK and other parts of the world were delaying it after Christmas. So I was like, that means there's limited stock. Otherwise, they would want to sell all this stuff before Christmas ever all over the world. So then I proceeded to think, oh, all this stuff is going to go super expensive. So I bought I don't know. It was at least fifteen or twenty of them. And oh, yeah, no just scoured. Too. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they didn't sell for anything, and then I had to return all of them. That was the weird part. They're like, "Why do you have two eight of cars these? show up with like four guys <laughs> holding these giant?" No, it was boxes. me and me and Alyssa. Oh. And Alyssa was like, "You're the worst." <laughs> so anyway, and the red ring of death exchange. Yeah, we don't need to do that. But go ahead, keep going. <laughs> I remember. Doing let's your plead Xbox. the fifth. Let's let's move on. I think there's a statute of limitations. No, I don't think there is. Let's keep moving on. What else you got, Jordan? <laughs> All right. Well, the only other thing is the piece of news that came out uh, last week. Or yeah, iPhone 11 stuff. Is that even this week? iPhone 11 came out today. Oh, okay. There you go. The actual phone to, yeah. to purchase. Yeah. Pre-order was, was last Friday. It was announced, announed last, last Tuesday. Or yeah, last week, oh, that yeah. quick. Usually it's like a couple. Yeah, they've been doing this cycle for a few years now. You're thinking like AT&T days. No, I remember (laughs) remember they would release it and it would be available in like three to four or six weeks or so, not like later this week. Yeah, they've been doing this, I think, since the 10 or the 7. So what do you guys think? What do you guys think? I haven't even, Um, I don't know anything about it. Is that the one with the three cameras? Well, the Pro has the three cameras and the regular has the two. We switched to Verizon because they had a really good deal and our service has been really bad and pricing and stuff. Our service has been horrible. Yeah, so we're switching to Verizon, saving like almost 100 bucks a month, but also getting new phones. So Sarah's going to get the 11. I'm going to get the Pro Max. Are you getting paid for that ad? Yeah. Yes. Sponsor me. Hashtag Verizon. Let's do this. So what's the difference between the Pro and the 11? Pro has the third camera, which is the telephoto. It has a bigger battery. You can get the bigger screen on the Max. Can I ask you a question? Is, oh, there, is it it's faster? It has a bigger screen and better camera. So, yeah, Definitely. Of so yeah, the everything but. cycled around the camera. The, the, one of the biggest things this year is it has a bigger battery, which is something they normally sacrifice to get it more thinner stuff. This phone is thicker than the other one, only heavier. by like a little bit. It's heavier and it has more battery life. A but lot. telephoto. Cool thing. How how telephoto could you be and still Two be times. in a phone case? No, they're doing. Yeah, they're doing an optical lens, multiple lenses. So they're doing different. You but know, the telephoto lens lenses. is two times. But two times optical is, you know, for a cell phone. No, I was uh, for the pro is four. Is it really? One's two and one's four. That's what this. Well, they have the regular wide, regular which is wide, the telephoto, and then they have a new uh, ultra wide. So and you finally get more like. Are there still like digital camera manufacturers? Freaking out, you. Is that like that's not a thing anymore, I right? Four. I'm not sure. Yeah, the, I mean, they, yeah, digital cameras are a thing, like vloggers and all that kind of stuff, but not. I mean, that's why. That's why I'm like, who d- who sells it? I anymore? know. I like. I bought one right before <laughs> phones cameras yeah. started getting really good, and I'm like, I never bring it anywhere. Cause why would you? It's your it's cell just, phone yeah. and a GoPro. It's I think those are the biggest markets for. But I love how they're doing it. I love how they're doing the different lenses. To hold on, wait, hold on, Jordan. What? Why are you talking so good uh, about iPhone? You were like, I know. You remember, like, remember, you know, back in the sit-down standard days. You know, you were, I know. Uh, I'm a guy. trader. All right, I keep know. talking now. I just it's want you to hear that. But no, the the transitions, the way they're doing it. Um, I think he's like a he's a Benedict Arnold. He's just trying to get in, and then he's going to destroy <laughs> yeah. it from the inside. Nah. He's like, here's a good idea. I'll go with. Uh, I, I hate know. myself enough to so stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but the way they're trying, how it's just seamless from one camera to another. Yeah. You know what I mean? And th- and just making it like it, they're not really switching cameras. It's ingenious. And like I don't know why they didn't think of it before. It's just to me, it seems like super simple idea. 
throw more Mo- camera yeah, lenses on there. Most I, it's going like to be that, like yeah. 20 of them by the end of the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they're just going to fill the whole tiny thing. Little focal yeah, just, links and apertures and if stuff. If they hit it at different angles, they could throw it in 3D and holographic and all this stuff. I'm sure it's going to go down that direction. But I think it's awesome. I'm not going to get it, that being said. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. I got the 10s. I can't. Yeah, see, we have the 10. Quickly. This is the first time we've waited two years to get a new iPhone. That's crazy. Been a long time. I, yeah, I, was in, I was in the cell phone game for so long that I just don't care. I used to care so much. I used to order phones from like oh, England so and like phones. super expensive. I didn't know you were that hardcore about oh, it. Oh, back when I worked, at, before I met you. This is back in the oh, okay. T-Mobile days. Because, yeah, it was just like. Him I, and James had so many phones going on. We spent way too much money. Like I remember I bought a phone one time for, I think it was over like $2,500. What kind of phone was It was that? an S710 Sony Ericsson, so that dates oh, me a little the bit. The flip one, the slide, yeah, oh, flip like that. Sick. My brother had one of those. Yeah, but, but this he didn't one, pay twenty five hundred. No, but this was like the high end, like you know, like at, remember when they had, like they had gold the cameras. Yeah, it was Carl's like. Ice what do you want to talk about, David? The uh, Red Ring of Death or your T-Mobile days? Yeah, let's let's skip both of those. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I just I, I I think I wasted all of my like care about. I mean, I like cell phones. Obviously, they're they're cool, but it's just like. At a certain point, it just becomes like it's just faster. It's got a nicer screen. Like it's like what I mean, we talked about the wrong. other day. Like we're with HD. It's like how how many pixels can a human eye? I like, get it, but it's like there's some of the little features like really make a difference that you don't even think about. Like the live video in the picture, like those are I so cool. Love that feature. It is so awesome. Like to be able to play it back, or sometimes you just capture something and it does. It's not the you same. You can't get your phone out right away when you can you know, see but. the kid do the thing and then smile versus just seeing a smile. You know what I mean? And then th- there's a feature in the iPhone where it takes all your pictures and it just makes a collage and throws it to music for you and says like, "Hey, check out your vacation in Hawaii." And then you watch it and it's just like a really cool collage slideshow, like you would have put it together yourself of like all your family. Has the right music music. somehow. It's so awesome. And I would never take the time to do it. And in the video, it it does the live too. So it's like little things, them saying things and stuff. I've got one of Haley and like, it's just pictures of her. And then in the middle, she's like, I love you, daddy. (laughs) It just like breaks your heart. Like, and it's like those little features make, it why I really you know have kind of grown to like iPhones. Yeah, and stuff we, like that. we seriously need a sponsorship yeah, at this point. For this ad. That but, was a good one. No, I'm just saying like <laughs> those are the things that I, I like. Yeah, it was just a better camera. It's, yeah, it's this, but it's like when they add those little features, it's like oh, it doesn't seem to matter that much, but it ends up being kind of not life changing, but really a you know something you enjoy. Yeah, yeah. The, I, uh, the interesting thing now is because there's no contracts, there's no subsidization of the price of the phone. So like when you actually go buy this device, it actually well. You're paying for it. Now they, they, what do they, they give you the financing over 24 or 30 months, but you're just paying for the device now. Mm -hmm. And I remember back in the day, like if 10 years ago, if you told somebody they were going to pay, well, I shouldn't say that the first iPhone people dropped actual cash and signed a two year contract. But before then phones were like nothing. But it's just it's weird to me now that it's we all walk around yeah, with like a thousand dollars in our pocket like, all the time. Bucks, yeah. Like we and literally lose it. These people lose it on the plane all the time. They're like, oh, they left in the seat back pocket. If I paid a thousand dollars for a cell phone, I would know where it is at all times. That's all I'm saying. They don't. No, they but care. seriously, with their, everyone walks around now with a thousand dollars in their I, pocket. I have two. I have a work one and a regular one. <laughs> it's just, weird. It's just it's a it's a crazy concept. But we don't value them that way. Because the way we treat them and the way that people lose them, like it's oh, just yeah. I mean, there's I just not a cost. Of phone. Phone. I a lot of times like, they're insured, and you know you pay a couple hundred bucks and you get a replacement. I mean, it's still a couple hundred bucks, but it's, you're not paying the thousand dollars to get a new one. But uh, you were talking about digital cameras going out of business, and it made me think that uh, 
I, you know, I've been moving for the last two weeks and while I'm going through all these boxes, all my stuff's been in storage for a year and a half. And I'm, I pulled out a cigar box and I opened it up and it's just filled with old undeveloped film cartridges. I'm like, I don't even know what I would do with these anymore. Like, can you go take t- them in, man? Can you take them, them somewhere? Yeah, like, of course. Walmart, Walmart, does Walmart, still Walmart do that? they all do them. Do yeah. they? Target has a photo center. Yeah, like, man, I, like, it's just got to go to like a dark room and they anymore. like they put they got some chemicals. They figured out a way to do it. I gotta buy some Red Bulls. Like, what am I gonna? Do? You have to look in it's some such archives. An thing. <laughs> gotta go to nobody, Old West Calico. So like, I get a it. Dark for, room. I, I have friends that are photographers, and I get that they do it themselves. But I've you know everyone's gone to this digital technology and this portable technology that those kinds of centers do. People print out pictures anymore. Of course, they're just they're just they're just kiosks anymore. Well, they order them right on like Snapfish or whatever the oh, target, line, and they get the little books, and they get. I mean, we have a photo printer, but we print out we print out pictures of Sterling and like in the family and stuff. You know, that's so we have it. Yeah, you got like, a cute kid. Thanks, man. Yeah, those pictures are great. Lord, the girls are doing like show and tell these like boards and stuff, and she's just like, oh, they want to talk about their vacation. She's. Click, 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 and goes and picks them up at Walgreens. Yep. Brings yeah. the pictures. Like, take it to Well, I'm going to have to take like these things in and see it's what like I was taking so pictures cheap. of 20 years ago. Yeah, I don't know if you want to do that, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just destroy it on <laughs> site. It might just it's, burn it's that. It's probably box. all incriminating. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, you're all done with your what you doing, yeah, Jordan? I'm, I'm, I'm what you done. Did doing <laughs> done all did right. it. so right. uh, uh Gerald uh, no. I mean David David sorry <laughs> wow you always get a, to go first hey, pick right, me pick me not like I ever chose or anything I always have know? to go last because I'm not so special <laughs> yeah, guest we'll, you'll go third you're we'll lucky. make Gerald last wow you're lucky wow. if you get one okay David what you doing please well, let me know yes please. so um I will talk about something that both of you could talk about because I played it with you um we played a new game it is Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid it is the board game. Uh, based on the Nerds. amazing 90s yeah, television show. He wants to get show. his board game talk in the middle of the podcast so people are like, oh, I got to stick through it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, we'll yeah, turn yeah, off yeah, right when good. David yeah. starts talking at the end. It's called the poop sandwich. <laughs> you put the poop in the middle. Um, anyways, um, it's a cooperative game where you're all playing as the classic five Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. You got the red, the the yellow, the blue, the pink, and the black ranger. And The white ranger. Uh, you no, can. There was a Kickstarter. Yeah, they're, and actually they just did a new Kickstarter. You can't beat Tommy, I'm out. You there, can. There's green and white dice. Just no Tommy. You can if you back the Kickstarter. I, I just knew, bought the retail I knew a Power version. Ranger I was just that's about like to the say. only one I know. Hold on. <laughs> Who is this? Because he has never watched a Power Rangers episode. Uh, that's the only life. one I know. Okay, sorry. Anyways, the game's cooperative. Um, it is. It's. It's basically. It's. It's a dice game where you're fighting off putties and the, the amazing, amazing bad guys from that show. I mean, it has all of the classic characters: Pudgy Pig, which is a giant pig face with a fork and a knife, and Rita Repulsa and all that stuff. But it's got this really cool mechanic of you've got card play, and we played it wrong the first time, of course, like every game we play. But we were playing it where it was like the game's already pretty hard, and then we were making it like. Impossible. Yeah, yeah, impossible. Absolutely impossible. So we lost the first time we played, but it was a lot of fun the second time. But it's a lot of teamwork. So there's like four different locations that the putties and bad guys show up, and it's like Ernie's Juice Bar and the high school and the park and you know all the stuff from the show. And during your turn, you play attack cards or you play maneuver cards to try to get more energy or attack the bad guys. But there's a lot of chaining of... Ability. So, like, if I play a card, then it allows Jordan to roll more dice, or maybe Jordan plays a card that allows us to have more energy, or whatever. So, you're, you know, teamwork, right? We're better together. 
Um, but it's got all the, cl- I mean, the artwork in it is fantastic. Really cool. The dice are great. It's got really good miniatures. The miniatures were the best part, I'd say, for the, especially the bad guy miniatures. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Or the Megazord miniature. Or oh, you can't even Megazord. call it miniature, right? Well, the base game <laughs> comes with a little cardboard of the Megazord. So throughout the course of the game, if you defeat more uh, bad guys, you get their individual Zords, the dinosaurs. We had You're Voltron. Looking, yeah, that it's basically Voltron. No, it's, a, it's Yeah, of course it is. This is the Japanese Except knockoff. Except better. It's the same thing. Wow. Better. <laughs> Anyways, so after you get all of those individual um, Zords, and you can get the Megazord, which is the giant Voltron, right, at the end. Um, in the base game, it's a cardboard chit, but then I bought the upgrade, and it's just this giant miniature. It doesn't do... It literally shows up maybe in the game if you get that far. We actually played... And it like, attacks it one time, <laughs> and it but it's really a good wasn't attack. that big a deal. I think it was a big deal. It was deal. one damage It does to one damage everybody. to everybody on but the But think we're probably never going to play the game again. So I'm like, at least. No, I know, but I'm saying at least we got it out. You know? No, I'm glad we got it out. Yeah, we were like, we could go fight the bad guy, but we want to build up to get the Megazord. So we thematically, it, was a it made total sense. total waste of time, but it was <laughs> Just like fun. the show. I'm glad Just we did like it. Just like the show. I was True. always like, why don't they start big? Why do they have to fight them small and then go big? And just stomp them. Now we know they had to charge up because it takes a lot of charging to get uh, this We needed a, sword. that three-act structure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand that as a you know 12-year-old kid. But uh, yeah, it was. I think it was an excellent game. It was a good cooperative game, and I like... I think excellent is a little. Um, I think it was fun. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was. I'm with good. I, Enjoyable. I, I'll take a lot, but excellent. I don't know if it yeah, was excellent because there were. I felt like there was a couple things lacking. Like there wasn't that much movement. So like for a miniatures game where I enjoyed things like Hero Clicks, for instance, or a Gloomhaven. Everyone knows I love. But for a miniatures game, there was no menu, no reason to have a miniature. Oh no, I agree. They're totally there superfluous. There was no reason. Like, it but just, they're really cool. There were five spaces to be, and I don't know. It just, it felt like it lacked. No, I agree. They're very cool, but I want to use them for some kind of purpose, and I felt like that lacked. Um, and then uh, Gerald brought this up before. There's there's only like ten cards of character, and that's it. There's no building. There's no growth of the character it's just kind of that's my biggest drawback too yeah so but was, i think was, you guys are just spoiled fun. because these it's a it's a one it's a one-off and you guys are so used to games that have like progression and legacy components and things that We've you only played like two legacy games but like hero clicks isn't like a legacy type game but it, it just there's more it's, it's just got more strategy it's more ingrained when you have to worry about distance and you have to worry at range and there's just more factors to your battle than but just also it's like to have a full hand it sucks to have like a full hand of five cards and be like, well, I can only do one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, or but I, don't, I do... never felt that way. I never felt... St- I, I actually... Mm. There's parts... Because the, the unique thing about the game is you have, again, the ten cards for your particular... Every Power Ranger has their own deck of cards. It's so like, well, I have two of this card, two of this card, and one of this card. I can do this thing. I can only have one attack in my hand, you know? But th- th- that also acts as your life source. So if you go ham and you try to spend all your cards and you right. potentially leave yourself vulnerable when the bad guys attack. I, I, there's a lot of, I think the game is not trying to be, you know, I think it's trying to be family level. I, I think they want to appeal to that. I don't think they want to go super heavy on a lot of, I mean, it's rolling dice and playing cards. I mean, that's basically True. the game. And it's, but I, I think for that, I love the miniatures. I think it, it makes the, if, it, if you didn't have them, if you don't have the love for Power Rangers, I think it's not. I think that's what helps well, out the game for me. you know how I am for games. I play a game not for its theme. I play it for its mechanics. Yeah. So You're when like you take that. the when you wash the theme away, and I get rid of my childhood nostalgia, I and I look at Agreed. the mechanics that are left, and I go, this game's not that interesting. 
but we I, should but, just but, have the same game except all the miniatures are gone they're just tokens and all the locations are gone it just says place one place two place three place four and see how you like it well no and that's I, my I, point I'm with you. I would no, be no, like, Meh. it would yeah. be fine i'd still have fun but it yeah, wouldn't yeah. be like where i would feel it's like i engaging. need to play this game over. so this is this is why i consider it an excellent game for a couple reasons one this is very i am reminiscent of our pirates of the caribbean conversation sure but the reason i like it is it is i think it fits where it needs to be i, th- I don't think it's too difficult um i don't i think the rule book is poorly written that's the problem with why we messed up on the first time i had to watch a couple playthroughs and then i realized where we messed up I think it fits the right difficulty level, but there is there is a measure of strategy. I think if you play it more, you'd become better because you'd learn the other, how characters play off of each other, how, how things go together. But also, the reason why it feels like Power Rangers, if that makes sense. Like, it, it feels like if you were going to make a Power Rangers game, what would be one of the most important things in the game? One would have to be teamwork. Players working together as a cohesive unit to do a better job than on their own. Like if you go, and there by, were times where we split away and it was like, and it was oh, harder, yeah, yeah, right. And that's part of that. That was the show. Yeah, yeah. Billy gets get, runs away or something, and now but he has to fight alone. And then Trina goes up and tries to save him, and then she's got to save the day. And the other three are kind of just trying to hold off long enough for those two to come back so that they can all work together. The game felt like that. The right, miniatures, right. the miniatures help remind me of it. There is definitely a nostalgic. Like I said, if you're not a fan of Power Rangers, I think it's an okay game. But if you're a fan of Power Rangers, it feels like Power Rangers. It looks like Power Rangers, and the artwork is through the roof like anytime there's a licensed game whether it's video game board game it's always concerning because it's like you're leaning into hey remember that thing you like but the game i think even if you didn't like power rangers because there's there's expansions like there's one called it's shattered dimensions which power rangers is still going on and they've got a bajillion iterations of it Mm -hmm. and the game is uh what was what did we say ripe for expansion or rife with opportunity for expansion (laughs) we had a whole thing about rife versus the ripe or rife people email us no so anyways i i i really enjoyed the game i will play it again and i also the two-player variant is you take you take two rangers and you control two separate ranger, or you control two rangers while the other player controls two. But the, I think a fun way to play is with all five. We played with three, but I right. think if we played with all five, I think it'd be fun. And it's kind of a does it scale it's a, with five? Like more monsters yeah, come out? Or yeah, yeah. But it's just it feels like a you know a beer and nuts kind of game. You're not like it's not super th- you know it's not super strategic. It's just like play cards and punch things. You know what I mean? It, it has a little bit of that feel, but it doesn't feel like a complete um, like luck fest there is a considerable amount of strategy. yeah it's like give me more cards and then and they just, might just they might with the expansion man. i just take you know, well, risk you know yeah but you, dice rolls help with the you the only get game. you only get those moments i think i've talked about this multiple times you only get those moments of stand up and cheer or scream at and flip the table because of dice sure sure yeah, right yeah. if everything is the chess chance. then it's you remove the element of like I need a 20. The only way I can win is getting a, you know, an actual 20 and then you roll it and it's stand up and oh my God, you know, yeah, I don't mind an element of chance. I don't like games that are strictly chance. Like if sure, it's, sure. If, it's a balance of yeah. luck and where you put your luck, right? There's and mitigation of that. And the game, I feel like the game had a lot of that. Um, anyway, so we'll move away from the board game. We'll talk about something but else. Also, I no, it's rife fun. is full and ripe is ready. So if it's full of something, it's rife with something. If it's ripe for something, then it's yeah, we kind of had this whole thing. Yeah, we had a whole yeah. discussion anyway, about. It. Did you see the Power Rangers movie that came out a couple years ago? Yes. No. No. A oh. couple years ago? Well, yeah. I they had a new one. It was like, it was like three, 2017, four, I think. 
yeah, no? three years ago. Was it based off the original Mighty Morphin ones or like yeah. the newer ones? Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. You, you guys didn't see the new Power Rangers movie? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're talking yeah. about the, yeah, yeah. Oh, the one with Pink. Yeah, yeah, sorry, about. sorry. He knows. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking, talking about like the kids, the, like a kids movie or something like that. <laughs> no, you're talking yeah, about that the, movie was, that movie was good. You liked it? Yeah. I, I tried. I tried to I, give it a shot because Jordan was always watching it when we were kids and I never got into it. And so I was like, well, yeah, I'll watch the movie. It was. Mm. First of all, it's for kids. Like, yeah. It's it like was, Detective Pikachu. I like, actually, I super enjoyed it until even even the cheese. Like, I enjoyed it until like the very end. That's me too, though. And totally. That, it fell off at the end. Totally fell off. How does it? The I putty seen battle it. and everything. Well, they get their bots mm-hmm. and then it's just like. They're called Zords. They went total like. Early '90s cheese from the. They show. played the like, song when the swords was, are running across. Which the was fine. I was, was cool tight. with that. It was just the the way they did the putties, and then it was just like, oh, there's a bunch of them. It didn't seem to, the battle scenes didn't really make sense, and then it was just over. I just thought it was like just cheese, like the show. I was completely fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what they were going for, but that was not. In, I, I it didn't. It would have been fine if the whole movie was that way, but I felt like the first ninety percent of the movie was actually a cool, kind of fun, fresh take on the Power Rangers, and then they went, "Oh, let's do the last ten minutes yeah. as exactly the ninety, you know, ninety-five episode two. and that, and it just was like, uh, it just didn't fit. You know what I, I mean? I just didn't like their uh, their suits, their their armor, or whatever. They look the like Iron Man, right? Yeah, they're like cool. nanites kind of thing, or yeah. I thought it was cool. Well, speaking of old things that are new again, I started watching the Dark Crystal television show on Netflix. Have you started watching it? I've only seen the first two episodes. Yeah, that's as far as I am, too. It's excellent. Excellent. Um, I never, I don't think I've seen the movie. It is, it's still weird. It's always been weird to me. The jarring, it's getting worse because of how good the backgrounds and the, 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 I mean, a lot of it is natural. It's like the real puppets layered on CGI or something like that. Well, right? no, they have real sets, but they're CGI, you know, yeah, yeah. sparse in it. But it's because that looks so good. The backgrounds look so good. And then the puppets still look like, I mean, they look fantastic, but they're still puppets. They're perfect. They're, they're exactly Jim Henson style. I agree, I but mean. I'm saying like the foreground and background have now, the, the foreground it's like of the good dinosaur, like right. Pixar, you know, right. where you it's, have these awesome jarring. looking landscapes and you have these obvious, you know, I don't, CG I don't know fake that it's, ass dinosaurs. I don't know you that get used jarring. to it. You get used to yeah. it. But at the first episode, I was like, oh, yeah, these are puppets and yeah. it's like super high end really CGI. I appreciate right. the, no, the I agree. puppetry and, and how they've stuck to it. Like The voice acting is insane. Phenomenal. And they have so many people in this show. They've got, of course, Mark Hamill's like the first one. He's, he plays, um, I can't remember, he's, uh, the scientist. And he is doing Joker. He's yeah. like a slight variation on animated Batman's Joker. And it's just like, I don't care. This guy should just sit and just read stuff in Joker's voice. Because it's just <laughs> so entertaining to hear that voice. And it's it's fantastic. It's the imaginative, imaginative, or imaginative, the imaginative, what is the word I'm looking for? Imaginative. Imaginative nature of that show like extra syllables yeah exactly i had too many on that one of like everything like the wheels on the carts are these animals that are like armadillos that roll into a ball and those are what move like every little thing in the show it's just like awesome and it feels like jim henson it feels like the dark crystal movie Um, i loved the dark crystal movie and the only problem that i have with this is i was like really enjoying it and then i talked to my buddy ed and he was like yeah but we've seen the dark crystal so we know how this is gonna end and i was like ah you're okay, right. So that was actually the question I was going to ask. It's a prequel. I don't know that I've ever watched The Dark Crystal yeah, all the way here. through. So 
is that should I watch this without no? Going don't back watch and Dark. Don't the watch movie? Dark Crystal. Yeah, no, yeah, watch, watch this because it's called the. Re- I think it's called Dark Crystal: Rise of the Resistance or something like that. I, I don't remember so the. That's pre- Star Wars. It's a prequel. <laughs> oh, cool! It's a prequel series, but it's like, and I'm, I'll but it's, get it, it sets the fine. world and it goes in depth and I don't need yeah. the, the Gulfling villages and things. It's I, awesome. And, I, and, and I saw the previews for it. It looked great, and I was like, I definitely want to check this out. But I was thinking I was going to watch the movie first. No, don't do it. The, the, the but if I can do it the other way, okay. But it's the same thing we talk about. Like you know. Anytime there's it's a prequel, like yeah, oh, the it's Titanic still... sinks. Like it's about the yeah, journey. and there's things that you're like, oh, okay, those are exactly the same as in the movie. Like there's certain characters that you're like, okay, that's. I mean, it's cool to see some of the characters from the movie in in the prequel and get a little more into their story. And then some of it, you're like, that's. It's like the R two D two and C three PO being in all the prequels, like. Yeah, we didn't need to see that. Right, there's the there's a little bit right of fan now. service of right, like, right. let's remember that the one thing from the movie. Thing, sure, little, you're always gonna have that. Right, there's a bunch yeah. of that, but it it's just it's so good. And the, like I said, it's it's jarring at first, but then I think after like the first two episodes, you're you're like locked in, and you're like, okay, this this feels like it's weird. You start looking at the puppets as like actors. It's weird, and they're they're the puppeteering is so good that it's it stops look, feeling like a puppet show. Like it's weird. I'm like a grown man watching a puppet show. Like and it's there's not there's weird. not even like I mean, live yeah, actors in is it. Is that any more weird than me watching Toy Story four and like practically crying? You're watching you know? a cartoon. Right. I'm just kidding. I, I'm just saying this is the same. No, thing. I know. What, it's just, I, I associate about, puppets with like Sesame Street. What so. I love about yeah. the the Dark Crystal and Jim Henson in general. I mean, as far as his movies and stuff going, Jim Henson is a hit. I'm too far away. Too yeah, far you're fine. Oh, you're close. Okay. Yeah, just you're just. He has such an or had such an amazing ability to entertain and terrify children simultaneously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's some creepy it stuff in the so show. So creepy. The uh, the Skeksis. Yeah, Skeksis. Those are like the vulture-looking things. Oh God, man! I remember watching that when I was a kid. Just they're terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And Mark Hamill's doing they that. They still Joker scare me voice. a little bit. You know? Yeah, and they're like. They're like slow and lumbering, but you're like, you know, if you messed with one of them, they would just like straight up murder. But it's got the, it's got like religious undertones about like faith and giving a, um, uh, the beginning of it talks is about everyone giving their offering to the, you know, the, the Skeksis are supposed to be these like essentially the clergy. They're the, the, between the, the dark crystal or the crystals, they're the watchers of the crystal. And so they have this like clergy, like, um, moniker to them and so everyone else is supposed to give tithe tithe to them and all these other things so there's like really cool interesting components of the show but anyways i'll move on those are my two labyrinth i mean he's just terrifying children (laughs) but then he has like you know kermit the frog and all that stuff so he's 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 well rounded out have you guys any of you seen the last unicorn anytime recently then never heard of that. No, the last not, unicorn. I no, not heard of that. Oh, really? Oh, I thought it was a pop. It's like an '80s cartoon, kind of like Flight of Dragons, same kind of art style. Never I think heard it's of actually it. the same. <laughs> James is it Will like Jones the stuff voices like, and stuff? We, we love Flight of the Dragons. Um, it's just a fantasy. It's a fantasy movie. But if you guys have never heard, it, it's like popular '80s. But there's this like this vulture in there with like these three huge titties. It's really. It's <laughs> what? Really, Really that is not where titties. I thought Hold that down. was gonna go. And with there's that. a tree with titties too. It's really <laughs> weird. It's really weird. I showed it to my kids. I was like, "Hey, '80s movie with some cool art." Oh now. my right. god! Is it and like then, the art yeah. that's on the side of the '80s van, like that style of right, yeah. Yeah. The art? Okay, mm-hmm. All right. was it animated or it was like? animated tomorrow? Yeah. No, real life. Yeah, titties on a vulture. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, no. When you said the, that part, I was like, "That sounds like something on an '80s van." Yeah, it just had these rock band, roadie, saggy boobs. Yeah, and they were. Yeah, it was. 
it's it's slightly disturbing. My kids didn't ask any questions. I just we just moved on. I was <laughs> just like, yeah, there's old lady titties. I don't you know. Do me All a right. solid and pretend this never. Happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you? I can't believe none of you guys have heard of no. the last unicorn. It was, no, it was a thing. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Brandon, what you doing? What are you up to, buddy? I've been entertaining myself with... Uh, well, I've been moving. Nice. Yeah. Entertaining yourself. <laughs> I've been nice. entertaining myself with memes lately, and I've been... I'll tell Someone you. the other day was like, I think it was my boss or something, was like, oh, you see that meme And I was like, oh, God. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, I'm like, yeah, you're. I know what you're saying. I was like, it's memes. Don't. Yeah, I we're mean, not I'm, a, not, I'm not that old. We're I mean, not at Area 51 right now. That's we're exactly what I was going to bring up. Yeah. This, is, this Area 51 thing has been cracking me up. So People got like arrested. New Rudo running to the gates and stuff. Yes. <laughs> Why are people so dumb? Did they do it? I think it should be an annual thing. There were people thing. hanging out. Yeah, but it people was like showed a, up. It was I don't in, know if was they... It Rachel, I, I think, don't think anyone closest. actually tried to... It's like miles so away from Area 51, but... stupid. But, but I mean, yeah, people just, I, people I think people don't up. realize, like, you're going to get arrested. Like, I think they think it's because it's on the internet. No, I know. They don't care. These people... Okay. And they know they're not, like, going to prison. It's just like, all right, you stupid kid. You're in a cell and you're getting released. Because we don't have the money to keep them in prison for running in the... Desert. We don't have room for them. <laughs> so it's like, but I think I think yeah. that every year we should have a storm area fifty one thing where we just cleanse ourselves of the stupid. Just go, just let, go. Them, let them shoot them. Oh, right. it's like um, a here's some monsters, Kyle. Well, it, go. It was supposed to be a big party. It was supposed to be like ten thousand yeah, like, people. It was supposed to be like there, Burning Man. It, it got canceled yeah. because uh, they were worried it was going to be. What was that um, documentary that just came out about the Fire Fest? Yeah, yeah. the Fire Fest. Oh, it was like yeah. A complete yeah, they were like, this is going to be Fire scam. Fest 2.0 because like nobody. It wasn't that well, quote unquote, organized. So, yeah. The, so. I watched some of that Fire Fest documentary. It was, it was brutal. Ridiculous how. Yeah. Like paid Kim Kardashian to tweet something or. It's crazy. It. Like, a what a racket. People. Like, it's like the new version of, um, you know, like Pyramid Scheme, but they made. The, so they I mean, got. They're going to get sued so bad. It's well, good. sure. But I mean. Yeah, I think somebody went to jail. I don't think it's. Yeah, I, oh. they definitely got fined or whatever for some kind of fraud and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, so continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I've just been really entertained with the fact that, that was going on today, and I guess it's kind of everybody's been coming in town for this. I, I was surprised that the flights coming in were pretty full. I was like, "What's going on in Vegas?" People wearing like alien shirts and, and stuff. And then yeah, and then I'm like, "Oh man, people actually showed up to this thing." So that's. What is that? What is? Is it really to just like run at the gates of some? <laughs> yeah, I think that's they, what they no one jokes. It's not an all. actual. That's it's not, not actually Area Fifty One, right? It, it, well, they were all they all gathered. It's just a secret base. It's not even a secret base. It's, it's just a military. Area Fifty One. It was. I mean, it's been. It's a military base, just somewhere in the middle of the desert. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Just north of here. But I don't think people literally like ran at the gates. I think just people were just. It was or more just like an alien outdoor convention of kind of thing, and it was all kind of a meme. So. I mean, you can drive. You can take tours up there and see the cameras mounted to the cacti and things like that. Like it's a. Do you it's think they military... lean into it? Do you think the military literally leans into it? I, I just like, hey, I don't you know, think they have alien nah. balloons and stuff hanging. Is that what you mean? Like, no, no. But like putting cameras on cactus, that seems like. I mean, it's it's definitely a super secret military installation because I've I've actually known people who are stationed out there and they that, like, wasn't that where like the Blackbird was developed? Like there's that's yeah they've got they've had things that have taken off out of there that people thought were UFOs that have later been declassified. I mean, there's sure there's a lot it's a, of it's a secret military base. I'm not saying it. that's not a yeah, yeah. bad idea. You probably need that. Yeah, but I'm saying it's it, I, mean, they, I don't think it's full of a, aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. At the same time, like the fact that we're the only intelligent life in a in a galaxy that has, you know, potentially billions of other planets and, and potentially billions of it other suns. It seems like hubris to think so. Yeah, right? there's like, no way. Yeah. There's no way. 
But do I think one like crash landed and no, I think we're it on this one, but I'm sure there's one hanging around somewhere. Or they showed up and saw us. We're like, you just pass. Huh? What is it? Yeah. We're a flyover planet. <laughs> yeah, right. We're just a rest stop. So the question is, would you go out there? Would you go out to uh, Storm Area 51? Back oh. in the day, let's say let's say 23-year-old Brandon. Oh, 23-year-old Brandon, would he Storm Area? No. <laughs> 23-year-old Brandon still didn't like getting shot. So, okay. yeah. I don't think they shoot anybody. Maybe with like sand bullets or what are they called? Yeah, the rubber bullets. Gonna... I don't know. You try to storm a they're secret gonna be military able... installation. I, I think they shoot you. Yeah, but they're a bunch of nerds that like can only run so far. Before, like, <laughs> they get halfway there <laughs> and they out. just get tackled. It's, it's like 110 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. They have little Mountain Dew stations. People can fill up. <laughs> All right. Anything else? No. Uh, no. It's been pretty. It's been pretty light. Uh, How's the move going? I talked about. The, oh man, I'm almost done. I got the girls' room all set. Got the kitchen almost put away. The the living room's livable. The only thing I'm afraid of is like now it's livable, and I don't know if I'll ever get to the rest of the stuff. Yeah, that's always the problem. You always the have some boxes left in the garage. But, but all of my move. boxes I've piled on my bed now, so I have to get to them. Smart. Or, yeah, or else I can't. Well, sleep. no, you just put them in the closet. Well, I just, I've been <laughs> sleeping on the couch, and I don't want to continue doing that, so I have to yeah. get to the boxes. But I've run out of, like, I just don't have anything anymore. Like, I moved all my stuff out of storage. The moving is the perfect time to get rid of stuff. No, it's not getting rid of stuff. I didn't have it, so. Oh. It was all in storage, oh, so that's it's like right, Christmas. Okay. Like, it's like a really I, I big have Christmas. couches, but I don't have a coffee table or end tables anymore. I don't have a dining room table. I don't have bookshelves. I don't have, any, like, so much stuff. 23-year-old Brandon. I'm back to 23. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm back to 23 and, you know, looking to date 23-year-olds, so that's going to be an interesting <laughs> oh, installation in my life, too. I just, I think what's, there's nothing worse than moving. I, I, I don't moving know. Moving sucks. I don't know. No, no, there is, man. When you get your couch out of storage, and you're cleaning the cushions with alcohol because they've been stained, you know, and in storage for a couple of years. Did you store them underground? Where did you well, store no, them? No, they, they were in the kids. Yeah, they, I was say. they were in the kids' play area, you know, as extra couch, and the kids had stained them up oh, a little okay. bit, gotcha, and then gotcha, they gotcha. went into storage for a couple of years. So I was trying to clean them up. Yeah, good luck. That's been like, and I'm also potty training my two year old, right? Yeah. Oh, so I'm I'm cleaning the cushions with alcohol one by one, and. My my oldest says, Dad, something smells. And I look over, and my youngest has peed all over the cushions on the other couch. And I'm like, oh, screw it. I just took all the things off. Oh, fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I, – I, I've taken the cushions, like the, the covers off of couch cushions before to, to wash them. And sure. then fought with them to get back on the of cushion. Of course, they never it's, fit it's back on. It's the yeah, worst. Yeah. Right. And this guy in one of the meme groups that I'm on, see, it came full circle on that. <laughs> Uh, he's like, put trash bags on him. He was put a trash bag on the, on the cushion and then put this, the cover over the trash bag and then pull the trash bag out. Oh, it so works. Like, makes it like slippery I shit or you whatever. Not, it worked so well. I had those things on in seconds. It huh. just slipped right Yeah. It just on. needs like that non, the skid or the, the, yeah. the, the, the slide friction. I mean, you just gotta, mm. there was one time where I put the bag on backwards and then slipped it on and went like, shit, that's not going to work. So now he has a trash bag inside <laughs> of his, his, that, yeah. his cushion. Yeah, that took no, you a just leave bit it longer, there. but, but uh, ultimately it was a, it was a pretty good, I never thought I would learn something from that stupid group of mean people, but there you go. You want to pass it on? Yeah. Give me the baton, man. Yeah. Come on. Give it pass, relay. Pass. Now, maybe I wasn't done. David. You're Maybe done. I had what other stuff. All right, I was I'll do no, it. You're I'm, done. I'm done. <laughs> so, Gerald, what you doing? Uh, a couple things <clears throat> since it's been a little bit. Um, playing this new game that came out on Xbox called Control. 
Anybody heard of it? Remedy. I know it's made by the same people who made Alan Wake and Max Payne and Quantum Break. Quantum Break, I think, was the one. I've, yeah, that's the most recent one. Yeah, so it's a they third all look person, the same. All their games look. Uh, yeah, it's a third person action game, right? Same yeah. thing. Uh, third you person played, action you game. played Max Payne, right? Back in the nope. day. I thought you played that. Seems like they did one and two, right? And then Rockstar did three. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, I don't know if they helped on three. Three was weird. Three was the bald a, Max Payne. He was weird, fat. and it was Heisenberg style. Yeah. Go ahead. Anyways, <clears throat> third person action game. Um, you play this girl named Jessie who's going into this secret government um, building called the Department of Control. I think it was. It's the name. And you're find, trying to find your brother, and that's pretty much the premise of the thing. Anyway, this is like super X Files, super Twin Peaks, super that's, that's, paranormal stuff. That's their that's their shtick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've played Alan Wake. Yeah, kind of it's very thing. Twin Peaks. That whole but it's, but it's yeah, very cool. Like the the way that things are worded. Like this is the the executive the containment area. This is the executive section, but the or the building is called the oldest house, and it's almost like they drew inspiration from House of Leaves. I don't know if you remember that book. Yes. Yeah, that was that a weird club? book. Yeah, we had a book club for like a month. Yeah, so think of like a smaller <laughs> building that can't be seen unless you're looking for it kind of thing. Or um, these really large, mile-long rooms inside this building, you know, kind of house of lease style. Sure. but a Staircase very, that goes on forever. Yeah. It's, what? Sorry, You've I read the book. Something. No, I just remembered something oh. else that I'm doing, but never mind. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, it's very cool. I definitely recommend it. Uh, it's fun to play. It's it's good. Um, I don't know how many hours. Does it have bullet now, time? Uh, no, you can't slow down time, uh, but you can dash. She, she has like different powers. She has like telekinesis, so she can like lift objects and throw them. Uh, it's very satisfying combat. Um, but yeah, just playing that. It's a pretty cool game. Okay. Um, what else? What else? Do you want to talk about your thing really quick, Brandon? No. Oh, I just remembered that. Uh, so, I don't know, five years ago or whatever, when we were doing the sit down standard the first time, I remember I helped my buddy write that book. That Dark Horizon oh, yeah, book. Yeah. So he, I get a call from him the other day. He's like, "You're not going to believe this," because after after he wrote it, they sent him down to Hollywood to pitch his idea to uh, movie some studio. producers, movie yeah. studios, and nobody picked it up. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and that's the end of the story. <laughs> end of story. <laughs> Pretty cool, right? Fast forward, fast forward three years, and uh, he calls me the other day and says, "Hey, uh, you're not going to believe this, but I came home to a, a phone message from the publisher and." there's some producers that want me to come back to Hollywood to negotiate either a live action movie or a Netflix animated series. Netflix will do anything. I know. And I'm like, you know what? That's probably, I mean, those are pipe dreams. Probably the reality is nothing will come of it. Sure. But but Netflix green lights, all kinds of crazy stuff. So yeah, that might be a thing. First of all, do you have to like fly that? I mean, can we just have a phone call? No, they want to see you. Yeah. Well, yeah, they want to. Okay. Speaking of that. So are the, my son had some uh, procedures done at the Children's Hospital in L.A., and the urologist, um, th- his husband had a podcast that was like, basically it was Scrubs in Space. Like it was an audio podcast. It wasn't a podcast. Like a fiction? Yeah, it was like a t- like a r- radio old show. radio show, yeah. which is cool. And I listened to it, and it's really funny, and, it, I, and I can't remember the name of it. but Can't even plug him. I know. I'm trying. I'm like racking my brain to remember what it's called, but it's like station something, and it's like about a. It's scrubs. They're like doctors on a um, on a on a hospital on this planet, and they have all these kinds of crazy things come in, like you know, you know, Star Trek meets scrubs. Sure. Basically, you got a bunch of different crazy aliens, and anyway, he was telling me he's like, yeah, they're trying to pitch it to Netflix to become a television show because they think it'd be a fantastic idea for a show, and he would be one of the the showrunners and he's like yeah but it's everyone he's like by the way everyone in LA has a television oh, yeah, show yeah, yeah. 
to but that's just waiting. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Netflix. But yeah. I just thought it was cool. You know, no, like it's absolutely if, cool. If, if it, chances are like ninety nine percent that it's never going to happen. But how old did the book do? Oh, not well. Okay, <laughs> no, well. but terrible. But, <laughs> I have a copy. Of that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Brandon's actually the marketing person. Too. <laughs> yeah, not so that tells Two you podcasts. a little bit about it. This is the second it. It was, podcast. Uh, yeah, the the story, honestly, the story itself was uh, was decent. I, uh, it was enjoyable. I, I could see how it would do well as like a Netflix animated series. It needs a little bit of cleaning up and a little rewriting. It got it got published because he self published it with this company, and like it got published before I was happy with or satisfied with what it was, but it was his project. So he was happy with it. And that's great. Do you ever see how many books are like at the library and you're like, anybody, yeah. anybody can write a book, they right? I mean, like there's so many of these. That's and no, anybody do write, but you're like, you can self publish on Amazon and all no, that stuff. I get on so mad when people are like, Oh, where'd you hear that Wikipedia? And it's like, Oh yeah. What'd you get out of a book? that somebody wrote that you have no idea <laughs> who that person ago. was <laughs> like, what are you, why are you so quick to look down on people that wrote crap on the internet, but you write it in a book and it's true. Like, but that's it's fine on it. I remember that in like school where it's like, you can't cite Wikipedia because anyone could Write oh, on Wikipedia, yeah. but like, is that still a thing now? Yeah, because there's such gatekeepers with books, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyone can write a book. You have money, especially now, yeah. nowadays. Like you said, with self-publishing, there used to be, I'm sure, some measure of gatekeeping, but not anymore. It's so yeah, open, money. which is a good and a bad thing. There's, it's just like independent media. You know, there's pirate radio and stuff. There was a good reason for all that stuff, but at the same time, like, you, there is a. We don't need that. We have Fox. <laughs> Anyways, fair, bad. Fair and balanced. Anyways, go back. Um, Circling back on the Apple stuff, um, another thing that Apple announced during this this last keynote was Apple Arcade, which is a subscription service. They announced it a while back, but they announced the pricing for it. Um, It's five bucks a month, free trial, and it's just pretty much a collection of games you just get on your iPad, iPhone, Apple TV, and Mac. This is how everything should have gone a while ago, subscription-based for everything. I thought Netflix was going to do this for... Everything. I was surprised that it didn't when Gamefly came out. Gamefly was, was a subscription service. No, it was. No, but, but he, he, that, why that push. people didn't jump on board with that? I mean, oh. streaming service, Netflix, when they started their streaming service, everybody jumps on board with the streaming service, but Gamefly has been going on for... You mean game streaming? Uh, well, Gamefly, no, they would send you a disc. It was Netflix yeah, back in old Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. still... A, can you still order? I think they have yeah, this. I think no, it's a separate you company. Cannot. Yeah, yeah, it's a separate company. But really? it's like within Netflix. It's called ah, something else. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I Baby boomers it. are still around. <laughs> just kidding. Download it. Tried a couple of the games. It's just, it's weird playing. I'm not a big like um, game on my phone like Jordan is apparently. Um, no, it's just a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just the archery. But what's weird about this, like you're still used to like microtransactions and timers and all this stuff where you're used to like picking it up, playing a level and be like, I got to wait an hour before I can play the next level, putting it down. But these are all like regular full experiences, no no microtransactions, no add-on DLC or anything like that. You just pay the five bucks a month. And right now, I think the catalog includes over 70 games. I want to say they want to say 100 by the end of the year. And what's also cool is you can, it's the same experience no matter what device you're playing it on. Um, and then it carries over your progress. So you start the game on your iPad, pick it up on your iPhone while you're taking a dump or whatever. It's going to have the same progress, carry over to your Apple TV, you can play it there. 
Um, and another thing they added in iOS 13 is you can sync a PlayStation 4 controller or an Xbox One as long as it's the Bluetooth one Smart. controller as well. So you don't need to have a special Apple controller. You can just Smart. have your regular controller. All the games have to, the developers have to support all the controllers as well. So it doesn't matter what control scheme, what device you pick, it's going to be the same experience and everything. Smart. And the games run the whole field of you know puzzle, family, multiplayer, shooters, racers, pretty much everything. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely worth it. The quality of games are really high too. Um, let's see, what's a couple ones I played? Assemble, which is a game from the people who did a Monument Valley. I don't know if you played that. Yes. Or at all. Very good game. Um, this one involves, it's more like a story of this girl who repairs things. It's almost like The Room, but like super, super simple where you're like, someone brings in a camera and you're taking it apart and like replacing the parts and putting it back together. And there's like a little story of that thing at the end. So it's, but it looks very cool. The art style. Um, there's a game called Pattern, which is just literally it's a puzzle, but it has these large tapestries that are all patterned together, and you're just dragging puzzle. It's just a puzzle game, but the music's really nice. It's like very zen, a lot of cool uh, digital artwork. Um, there's one called What the Golf, which is really good. It's a golf game, just like you would think on your phone, but um, sometimes when you instead of you're drawing the um, the ball back, you're drawing the guy back. You're launching him toward the stick. It's just really weird. But um, what's the have you played it with there? the? Well, I was gonna play. Have you played it with the controller? No, yeah, I'm doing everything just on the iPad. And it's and pretty good because right I mean I think that's where they're. I think that's where their audience is gonna probably be. Yeah, the majority controls. of it. Yeah, yeah touch definitely. controls. So you gotta have games that are gonna be excellent at that. Yeah, but it's definitely worth it, especially for five bucks. You get a free trial. There's a bunch of good quality games from indie developers, and there. I mean, Capcom put or uh, did a Frogger game. There's a Sonic Racing game on there, and they're all exclusive. Wait, a Frogger to, game? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but they're all exclusive to Apple Arcade. Smart. So um, and Apple's coming out, out with their own streaming service, just like Disney. I mean, we're all just—it's just, just going to be the plus, yeah. right. So that's the thing too. Like you're saying, like everything should be subscription served, but now we're just we're circling back to that uh, the diamond thing you were talking about before, where we're like we had these giant kill packages. Let's cancel all that because I can't afford it. Now we're just paying for. I now I just want to get Netflix. But no, now it's we're to a point where Now we're just. Yeah, I like a la carte. <clears throat> but now you're paying the same amount as you would if you just right. get a cable package with everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's stuff you want to watch. I mean, you paid <clears throat> those cable packages for a bunch of channels. That how many of those channels did you actually watch? Yeah, for sure. I didn't watch every single channel. Right, of but course. you're paying for Netflix, and how many of those movies do you actually watch? Yeah, watch and I'm paying the same or not more. I mean, you add all these subscription Once services, you you're paying the same and not more. And you would get more stuff, even though that maybe one time a year you'd watch something on some BS channel or whatever. I think it's a it, competition so. thing for me. <clears throat> I mean, I'd, a lot of, a lot of, I mean, in Vegas and in Reno, and that's the two places I've lived where I've had to order cable. There's not like, there's 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 satellite and then there's cable, and there's usually one cable company. So there's not any hardcore competition. But now you're seeing in the streaming service. I mean, Seinfeld, uh, Netflix just bought Seinfeld. I mean, yep. it, because uh, they're losing the office. Right. For and like friends, a and huge friends, yeah. amount of money. Like, I forget how much it was. It was like 250 million or something. Yeah. I mean, but, so this is what I'm talking about is like people are. But it's also commercial free. It's on quote demand. Unquote. Well, it depends where you go if it's commercial free. Yeah. Netflix has commercials? No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant just streaming services. Well, like services YouTube TV has commercials. Hulu has some measure of commercials. If you, package you pay yeah, for. Depending, yeah, depending on the package they pay for. It's not even that. Like Hulu, I had like the no ad, but some of the different people who add their shows to Hulu are like, well, this one still has ads. And you're like, well, come on, man. I paid for no ads. But right. it's not a Hulu thing. It's just the... I got Hulu. Thing. I remember it was like Black Friday thing. It was 99 cents a month for a year and I'm still getting it. I'm like 99 cents. I don't even watch anything on Hulu, but 99 cents. Right. And I have like a thing in my phone. So it's like, Hey, this is when it's up. Cause they're going to start charging you 1499 or whatever. <laughs> so I think that's also the, it's, you know, subscription services work because of 
it's just like the gym membership, right? You just you don't go, but you pay it every month because right. it just comes out. I mean, that's really the idea behind all of that. Uh, but I just think there's a lot of competition right now, and that's a good thing because you're going to get, you know, things pushing the envelope of what is a production value for a TV show. Watching the trailers for some of this Disney Plus the Mandalorian stuff, and it's stuff ridiculous. Even the Apple stuff, like they had that the morning show one with like Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Like they have these huge people, huge talent, and you know Apple has money, so they'll just throw whatever at it to. I make saw it the successful. Jason Momoa show C. I yeah, think is what it's called. That blind, looks yeah. insane. Like mm-hmm. there's a bunch of stuff that it's just like, and it's also good for actors too because I think they can do weirder, weirder roles in this kind of television series stuff. It's weird to see actors go from the big screen to the small screen. But it's not small. It's it, there's, These are that's getting the production thing. It's values. Like a, it's well, like that's an eight-hour movie, to be. pretty like much. You, you had TV actors and you had movie actors. Right. And sometimes you could go from the TV to the George movie, Clooney, but right. you very rarely went the other direction. And if you did, it was kind of the end of your career. Right, and that's what I'm saying is like we've changed that dynamic of what is a... Like Game of Thrones changes... like, But that's HBO. They're going to say, well, we're not television. We're HBO. <laughs> that's the whole point, right? But I'm, I'm saying... Even Netflix doesn't feel like HBO, but I don't know. Like, I remember is it like just even 10 years ago, HBO used to be like, oh, you know, HBO is a big deal. But like the production value on these Netflix shows is probably... It's not even Netflix shows. I mean, just on basic cable, you have AMC, FX that have these really good right. produced shows that have been, you know, Breaking Bad and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's cool. It's yeah, really, really golden good. Golden age, man, of TV. And nobody has enough time to watch it all. That's the other thing, too. I'm like, who is... I mean, I know we have a really big population, but everyone's just watching reruns of The Office, right? I mean, that's what we're all doing. Like, like that's what's crazy to me, that we're... A television show that ended, I don't know, 25 years ago? How old is Seinfeld? They paid $250 million to just have it run while you fall asleep. It's kind of funny. Like, Isn't it? It's like a show about nothing well, and it's the most expensive and show. They're, argue, they're they're literally paying these actors like millions and millions of dollars fighting. Like they could bankrupt themselves over trying to get this, my streaming is going to be better than your streaming thing. And we all just sit and watch the same stupid comedies. Like we don't even <laughs> care. Like I hope they do bankrupt themselves. A TV is not as important to us as they want it to be. Uh, you'd be surprised at how, <laughs> at how many people are watching all these shows. Though. Like uh, someone put on Facebook the other day, it was like a list of fifty TV shows, and it was how many have you seen? You know, and people were commenting 30, 40 shows that they no have seen what? or followed. And it's I'm Game like, of Thrones and Breaking Bad. That's right. I think that's it. That's I where a, I'm at. I think I had eleven, and it wasn't just current shows. I mean, these are shows that were on that you followed, but you know, people were. Almost everything on the list, they had it. I was like, I, I've seen like eleven of these shows. I'd be curious to write my own list because it's probably pretty long. I watched some TV. Like I didn't watch The Sopranos. I didn't finish The Wire. Never saw The Sopranos. I, I've never seen The Sopranos. So, I don't even know what The Wire is. Me neither. Oh, it's amazing. Never saw it. <laughs> it's good. Like, I've seen it. She. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> For major shows that have come through, like I, I never saw. Um, Did you see Breaking Bad? I did. I, I hated it, but I watched it. Breaking uh, Better Call Saul, are you watching? No, I didn't watch any of Better Call Saul. I think that for movie's me, out next month. I know. The El I Camino. did watch the first oh. season of Better Call Saul, and I liked that. I think their fourth is this year, so get on it. Right. But I never it's watched any of the, the Walking Dead. I never watched any of those. I watched. I didn't watch any Sons of Anarchy. I didn't watch never any watched. of that. I, there's Keep so going. many. I've watched all these. You see that he's the guy that watches all yeah, the television. Yeah. We just Game don't of watch Thrones, it. Never watched. I it. watch Game. What of do you do? <laughs> Life. I mean, I watch those shows and watch reruns of The Office. Like, what do you guys do? I don't get it. Right, and that's you my point. Is like, there's people out there that 
I'm a loser. I, <laughs> I, like, I watch movies. If I'm watching something, it's usually a movie. I, yeah. yeah, I like watching movies because I think it's just like it's a bite-sized I experience. I like one-sitting uh, yeah, things. Three acts, it's up, it's down, it's over, right? You know what I mean? I don't like, like to tune in next week. Same well, there's time, so same much. There's down. so much. That's not how they're run now, though. Well, I mean, they're going back to that now. I don't. British mind. Bake Off is now to every Friday instead of the yeah. whole season. Sorry, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's a good idea. If I they're going to move back to that watching. weekly. No, it's a good idea because what people are doing is Daredevil comes out. You watch it all weekend. You talk about it for one or two weeks, and you never talk about it again until it comes out again. Yeah, I uh, agree. Stranger Things is a perfect example of that because I like the ability to watch it. Like a movie, you know, I'll I'll, I'll watch it for. But that's the problem. A is couple then days. Then you're only then... talking about it till the next Netflix hotness comes out. Yeah, but Netflix always got something out. That's that. That's their motto. Is like, we'll just make so much. And that it's I don't know. It's that deluge there... of content where it's just like. I, there's been at least a, a half a dozen times that I've just scrolled through Netflix stuff to be like, what? Well, I I don't know. Do I want to watch that? Do I want to watch that? And then I'm like, friends. <laughs> right, and it's just like and go back Dave to the comfort. Stand up. Do you know anyone that doesn't have a Netflix subscription? I was thinking about it's that. It's like the a other cell day. phone. Everyone has one at this like, point. I mean, someone has one or someone else is logged in. What population or what percentage of the population subscribes to Netflix? Like, at, yeah, for but Netflix $15 made the but Netflix made the smart decision to stop just being and a you're subscription asking a bunch of services. white dudes. Like, I mean, maybe our viewpoint's a little different on that. Maybe sure. a bunch of other people who don't have that. Maybe. Yeah, there's a, like still huge swaths of the country don't, have don't even a high speed internet. Yeah. <laughs> Losers. Yeah, well, <laughs> they can't hear us, so <laughs> f I them, get, right? Like, <laughs> whatever I want. Making fun of the Amish, they'll never know. All right, so anything else before we wrap up? Yeah, just one last thing. Um, this Joker movie. Joker movie. So I have like, on here. Looks like there a was joke. Am I right? It looks like a joke. Yeah, I put on here. There was a new trailer that came out, but that was like a month ago. So um, it's made its uh, festival circuit run. Very high marks. It yeah, comes like out nines in and tens. two or three weeks. That's how I know I'm going to hate it. Yeah, you weren't you weren't watching the movies when we were doing the top 100 movies. But have you ever seen the movie Taxi Driver? No. Okay, so the trailer feels like it's entirely inspired by Taxi Driver. Have you seen Taxi Driver, Brandon? No. Okay, so it's about it's kind of a weird. Mm, it's a strange movie, but it's, it's a it, good movie. It's a it's an excellent film, but it's basically watching somebody. Is that Robert De Niro? Yes, yeah. watching somebody become. Um, Deranged, yeah, and, and like and and talk themselves into doing terrible things, and like seeing it as a well, they're not even necessarily a terrible person, but right, you see the, the slow, slow demise yeah, and yeah. and like falling of somebody who has not a great lot in life, but just starts to rationalize strange and bizarre well, that's what behavior. Breaking Bad was right, sort of, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of it. It's yeah, and and this feels like that's like perfect. That's exactly what Joker is. Is like y- you make him a lovable but flawed character at the beginning and then something some terrible thing happens to him and then something else terrible happens to him and he keeps getting pushed down further and further and then he also has like i heard uh joaquin phoenix uh studied people that actually have disorders related to uh outbursts of laughter and uh not being able to stop smiling like these are actual clinical diseases that people have and he studied that like Mm -hmm. There you go. That's that's probably a pretty good place to start. And there's a he's scene. He's a terrific actor. And he's also very strange. He's not his brother, but he's pretty good. Who's uh, his brother? River Phoenix. Oh, oh, River Phoenix. Remember, you yeah. Really? I remember. You forgot River Phoenix. I remember River Phoenix. That was a brother. Anyways, I just think he. I think he's. It, you know, Heath Ledger was also. I mean, I think that's where you're always going to be compared to, in, in my opinion, is like who's the best. And the, people are saying it's fantastic, but it's different. And they say that it's. 
there's it's potentially people who, controversial. It, it, sometimes it, it glori- glorifies it. Is that the word? Yeah, glorifies the like deranged violence. Mm-hmm. How do you know? feel about this whole sympathy for the devil move that's going on with like? What are you talking about? Where did that turn come from? No, it's it's making these villains relatable. You know, like they well, did the I, same thing with Thanos and. Sure, it's about making the oh, the I motivations see. gray. That that just makes. Because I think, you know, it's like the guy with the, the mustache and the, the bowler hat is the bad guy, right? And he goes, that's boring. I mean, that's like, that's that's a, such a baseline, that's the bad guy. But if you have actual interesting motivations, even if they're, and it's like this concept of the means justify the ends, that's Thanos, right? I'm trying to save the the universe from its its own demise. So I will eliminate half of the population and I'll do it in a random way so I'm not being... I'm being objectively vicious. It's not malevolence. It's right. Right. And so that's interesting because it's like, right. I, okay. I get it. Like, I still think it's not, let's, what's plan B. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like let's, 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 let's workshop it, you know, a little bit. So I, I always appreciate that villains. And it's just like in real life, like the most despicable people that have ever existed as human beings probably have a checkered history and have motivations that at least, you know, had a basis in rationality. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone's like, oh, that person's insane because they did this this evil thing. That doesn't mean they're insane. Insane means like you can't ra- you can't create a rational thought. Like if it's A equals B, you know what I mean? It yeah. might just be a bad idea, right? Doesn't mean that it's not an idea. And that's why I think the Joker, this this iteration of it is feels like a natural progression. One, it deals with socioeconomic disparity. It deals with mental health. Like the the, the, the terrible thing about this is like these are all issues that are relevant still. Yep. And so I hope it deals with that. It also seems like it's leaning into the taxi driver where it's like New York in the 1970s, 1980s, where there's a lot of corruption like and a lot of um, the, you know, the lower, you know, New York's not a, not what it, it's not a tourist Gotham. attraction. Yeah, it's Gotham. Um, so yeah, that's all easy, but it feels like taxi driver. It just feels like it's ripped out of that movie totally. And, I'm That's just saying, fine. Nobody, a first, lot of people haven't seen it, even though it's one of the greatest movies of all time. So. It'll be the yeah, first no, DC I've, movie I go, I've gone to in a long things. time. I definitely want to go see it. I saw boring. Aquaman. Boring. That looks so boring. <laughs> so boring. 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 That looks so Sorry, it's not Jared Leto no Batman, no ticket. around a bunch of Jared knives. Leto was a horrible Joker. But no, I liked his take on it, okay? I it's mean, a character it was, piece, it, man. It's not a... Yeah. I, just, I really it's not Dark Knight. I thought it was I thought it was a palate cleanser. Heath Ledger did a phenomenal job. And we couldn't just go into another person trying to be Heath Ledger. And I thought Jared Leto did a nice job refreshing everybody. I think he went too far the, the opposite Joker. direction. Bad. He went too far the opposite direction. No, you knew he was bad. Yes, that movie was bad, but I don't think he forehead. was the reason it was bad. Yeah, he wasn't the reason it was bad. There were many multitudes so, of no, bad. The villains yeah. were why it was that bad. That was, was well, don't worry, they're making another one. Yeah. But um, And John Cena's confirmed. But yeah, overall he was just not a good joker though. It was just not yeah. a It wasn't his movie. I don't know. He had like five minutes. I liked in him. It. I would have watched more of that character, that version of the Joker. It's not the one that we <laughs> uh, grew up with, but I I thought it was. Well, I have heard people crazy say gangster that was good. People who are diehard DC fans will have a problem with the Joker movie. Like they do things with the character that are in some ways considered sacrilegious. Like, and I don't know what it means. Giving him a backstory is sacrilegious, right? Right. I mean, his his what was the line? Origin. He's like his origin story is multiple choice. That's how he likes it. That's Isn't a, that any a, comic book thing? Mm, I mean, Batman, we own. all know what Batman's back A lot of is. villains yeah. have right. origins. Huh? A lot of the villains have origins. No, but I mean Joker like different takes on origins. That's not true. 
<clears throat> killing joke. He was a comedian. He's a failed com- I mean, he, they're they're leaning into a lot of the other things that have, you know, the Red Hood. That's where that all sort of comes from. I, first of all, I don't, I'm like, just, if you have an interesting story to tell about a DC character, tell it. Like, the problem that I always have is like, we have movies like Han Solo where it's like, we don't want it. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's worth telling. And then I hear it and I'm like, that wasn't worth telling. Like, yeah. you have so much you can go into. You yeah, don't need to. at the end. <laughs> he, exactly. <laughs> You're just using a movie to reintroduce Fantarous, a character. Yeah, yeah it's stupid. Um, and so I don't mind it. And I like the fact that I hope it's not attached to the DC extended unit. I, I hope don't it's by think itself. It is. Yeah, it, it is shouldn't be. And, Pretty sure. And we're going to get to a point where, the, like, we're spoiled because of the Marvel thing, the, the Infinity Saga, or whatever they're calling it, where all these things are interrelated. At a certain point, that's got us. We got a, like, infinite crisis thing where it's just like, okay, these are all Marvel characters, but it's a different universe, so these characters aren't, like... We're going to see a new an Iron Man reboot kind of right, thing. Right. Th- we were talking about this, I think, in a couple podcasts ago. Like, will Iron Man be a thing in 10 years? Because, like, it's and, certainly... Well, not even Iron Man. It will... Um... Will Tony Stark be a thing? Because I'm sure they'll they'll do like sure, but that's what I'm saying. Like the, the Iron traditional Man, Iron Man red yellow yeah, yeah. suit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? We were talking. Would there be Iron Man toys? Right, because that's why you don't. You I know, mean, was he popular before him? Probably not. Not as popular uh, I mean, as he, he is now. He had a cartoon no. in well, yeah, the nineties. Sure, uh, he sure. was one of the. But he was a comic book character. I mean, oh, he was right. as popular I was surprised as the comic that works. he's what they use to launch the MCU. Oh, I think they are too. Well, <laughs> the, that was just Avengers with what they had left as a popular name in, that they own the rights right, to. Right, but Captain America has always been kind of the the front man, right? I mean, for that? Well, he kind of is in the movie. I mean, I think at some point they were like, oh, let's... Well, it's, it's called 50, the first 50. Avenger, yeah. It's a 50-50 split by the end. But, but I'm saying, just surprised they that MCU they launched with Iron yeah, Man. With Iron Man, who with really wasn't... Lead and <laughs> yeah, he just wasn't that popular. Of all the comic book characters that they had at their disposal, Iron Man didn't have that strong of a following outside of, you know, comic nerds. Like, we grew up with him, so we know who he is. You know, our dad, Iron Man, was like one of his favorite characters so we grew up with that lore yeah i didn't i didn't have like the love for iron man i mean I what think, but, a a cartoon, but, but i mean if you look at the cartoons in the 90s there was iron man fantastic four x-men spider-man batman all those characters except for iron man had gotten movies at that point yeah. right you know sure. what i mean so it multiple kinda, even captain america had the crappy did, it was like the last one that was available that was like already had some kind of popularity to the point where it would get a cartoon and kids would watch it right yeah true and then those kids were no, mostly I think 10 year 12 years older at that point when the movie came out they a lot of credit to to Robert Downey Jr. to Kim um, Feige. Yeah, not Wait, Kim did Feige. He produced the first one, but I'm talking about what's his name? The guy from freaking Swingers, Favreau. John Favreau, yeah. the director. I mean, there's a lot of credit to go to the. I mean, those guys oh, kickstarted sure. a bajillion dollar industry that's mm-hmm. going to stick around for probably a long time. I'm just saying, like, I would prefer to not have to be tied to anything in some of these movies. I think you have more freedom. You have the ability to tell the story you want instead of like, well, how does this fit into the larger narrative that we are trying to tell over the course of 30 movies? Well, yeah, I, but these characters are flushed out. Sorry, Brennan. These characters are flushed out already. They already exist. So I don't think that tying their stories and having them still be alive in the same, they don't have to meet to be in the same universe. Right, but the, to, it, it's that conceit where it's like, well, why isn't, you know, once it's the point where Spider Man says, "In in why why can't you call Thor? He's off world. Why can't you call Captain Marvel? Oh, don't even ask." You know, it's like it, at a certain point, it's like mm. that's the point where I'm just like, it would be like I. It, we don't need to address all those concerns, right? Because it's just like 
it doesn't need to, it, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just it, having to live in the same universe is cool because it's yeah. fan servicey of like, oh, the, 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 the general New person York doesn't event. care about all that. You have people that just, their first MCU movie is Black Panther or something. They don't really care about all the ones for sure. I just think sometimes it might hold back <clears throat> creative endeavors because you have to fit into a bookcase of a narrative. Like you can't go bonkers with it. And I think Joker, hopefully they, they, they pulled that out of like the Suicide Squad. The I'm sure they did. And yeah. they should because then it can just go crazy. Do its own thing. Yeah, and I and the, and I guess the only way that it's been done where it doesn't feel like it has to be in that narrative is like it's either far flung in the future or it's an it's a prequel of sorts. Right. It's the first Avenger. It's set in the '90s with Captain Marvel. That's the only time you can kind of get away with like. But then they still have problems like the timeline and things like that. And this is a problem because I'm a nerd and I like things to have continuity. And it, you know what I mean. If you're going to do that, then then do right. it. And, and if you're not, and if you don't care, that. then like, don't do it. This is your right. universe. You have to stick to your rules. And I, I get that, but DC's the, the biggest victim of that exact thing. Like their best movies have been the ones where they are separated from I just the started idea watching that Aquaman. they all have to join up. Like, yeah, Aquaman, Wonder Woman And they Woman make was reference, excellent. she's like, you defeated Steppenwolf or whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He was in that movie. That was like, I was like, oh yeah, I thought, but then I thought. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> it was, it's pretty good. Justice League. It's, well not, you haven't seen Justice League? Nope. Really? That's yeah, good. You're not. It was actually not bad. I liked it. I thought it was okay. Yeah. Not a fan. That's fine. Yeah, but I'm saying I saw Aquaman was like. But Aquaman was good. Aquaman's weird. Like there's parts of that movie. James that Wan, man. It's weird. Like, but I'm like, I guess you got to kind of be weird. Like sharks, like battling with seahorses. It's like, right, okay, right. this is weird. All right. I like it. There's some little things that they do that I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But anyways, but back to what you were, go back to what you were saying. Joker. Are you excited? Uh, yeah, Joker you, looks you, great. Yeah. We're going to go see it. Yeah. Okay. You're going to, we're going to go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sarah doesn't want to go with me. When's it? When's it release? October. Oh, I was Something. gonna mention this. It's October, and I thought that was weird like that the second that, week, second or third. That week. there's been so much buzz, and I don't know how that works for a movie. I suppose I guess it's not bad, but it just feels like that movie's doesn't it feel like that movie's been out as much as you I've been hearing about. It. I'm like, oh, that movie's just must the buzz. Be out. It's doing yeah. its festival circuit, it. and they're they're gearing for Oscars, man. Sure. Wouldn't that be weird if no. a DC movie gets nominated for Best Picture? No, didn't Black Panther? It got nominated uh, for oh, Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, it's an open season now. Yeah, true. I think they should make a. I think we've talked about this. There should be a best picture, and then there should be like best no summer some no. best blockbuster because no. you're never gonna get the the. They the, wanted to do this like two years ago. They should no. Speaking of blockbusters, did you know that James Cameron's doing like four new Avatar movies. This has been yeah, it's been a thing for like. <laughs> He's years. never gonna <laughs> stop doing Avatar. Just like uh, yeah, there's like three. I, I mean, I heard he was gonna do a sequel, but then I was reading he's got like four or five sequels. There's like, like three. I think line that's right. always the case until one doesn't make money, right, right, right. and then well, it's every other. Year, I don't know how already... James Cameron would handle doing a movie that didn't make money. Like he doesn't but even. Know I think that he's happens. pissed that he's not number one anymore. He's because he was number one and number two for he a long like, time, hmm. right? I think Titanic and Avatar. I was reading this thing about it, and he said that he was excited that it proved people would still pay money to go see a movie if it was good. Because he was afraid that something a filmmaker would say the streaming video service and everybody's home theater systems being as as good as they are, and things being so easily attainable that people weren't willing to put the money to go to a. There's the always sitting it, in a room with a bunch of people, the spectacle of a big screen and the big speed. There's right. that'll always exist. But he was worried. Sure. He was worried that that would impact the the market like the big blockbuster movies like his title would always stand because it just the market wasn't there anymore and Doesn't this proved population that population alone tell you that that can't happen and we're going to keep growing I'm just telling you what no one can afford to go yeah, to the stop movie. stop defending him I'm just kidding Jesus James I think he's Cameron. just bitter No he's I not bitter he's, he's bitter rich and old and bitter. James Cameron 
Yeah, make another Terminator. You flop master. <laughs> he's gonna mash them all up into like one. That's what it is. Oh, it's the Cameron verse. Terminator. <laughs> I, the Cameron verse. I can't wait. Terminator. Avatar. You know, it's oh. gonna be awesome. I can't wait. All right. Well, till next time. Uh, bye. See ya. Later's. Uh, I still don't have a line. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> that is now your line. <laughs>